Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. The Zudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. The Rizzuto Show. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Ready? Set, go. All right. Here we go. <laughs> now I feel right. <laughs> Let's test things out first. Test one, two, one, two. Test me, you. Test all one, two, one, two. Here I go. Here I go. Here I go again. He'll be in tomorrow. Craig's his freak of the week. <laughs> Better have his mic right. Yeah, test you, test me. <laughs> test one, two, one, two. Test me, you. Test all one, two, one, two. <laughs> That's me, you. What? Personals are still down, huh? Yeah, uh, I think I might I might have found a workaround, though. Somebody uh, emailed, uh, I think it was the show, said that uh, the Craigslist uh, Canada still has them. That's what somebody oh, said. Oh, is that what it is? Sorry, so, somebody sent me a message yesterday Ooh, on Facebook. and said international. It said to look international Craigslist and even, and even now, let's go to like... Germany? Don't, go, don't do Germany. Not Germany. And they said, oh. and they said yeah, do translation. Anywhere but Germany. <laughs> I love going to Germany, but yeah, the but Craigslist Germany. I'm afraid. That's Does dangerous. anybody know Canadian, though? It's going to be in Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> we get a translator in here. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Was it Craigslist.ca? Uh, yes, it is. So, okay. I'm just going to click on Vancouver. And oh, then oh gonna... Vancouver. Oh, look out for Vancouver that. is the place to start. 
Never been. Ladies I hear and, it's hey, great. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in. Oh, we got personal. Oh, we could do that. This is going to be a lot of... So you're going to knock on the door three times, eh? How about uh, <laughs> cover me in maple syrup, eh? This is the way we do it so we, can, stick. so we can both watch the hockey game at the same time. <laughs> you know what it look, is? Look, I mean, we got, we got... It's freaky but polite. We got great ads like this. <laughs> we got great ads like this. Are you the very sexy tall guy wearing sunglasses with a leather backpack? Why, well, yeah. yes. That's it. Ooh. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> hey, guys, anyone else horny and looking to have some fun? Ooh. Man for man. Panties time two. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll take it international. Great, man man great for hosier. Man for hosier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> man for hosier. Oh, no. Well, one thing definitely transfers over to the uh, Kanadas. Oh, dong picks, huh? Oh, not even that. Darn it. I'm talking about this. Looking for very hot, very obedient, obedient, uncut stud. There it is. Come over with us. Also north of the border, eh? <laughs> to come over and listen to Brian Adams, eh? Hey. <laughs> I love Brian Adams, buddy. Throw a little Lannis on the, uh, on the Victoria. Oh, Lannis. Hey. hey. Here's one that's polite. Hey, buddy, right over here. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, that is Aww. so Canada. Aww. <laughs> that's so Canada. All right, good. All right, that's a workaround until the American Craigslist comes back. I hate to kill the segment. Alert your father. Yeah, but I talked to him yesterday, and I said, "I said, hey, oh. for for Thursday when I see you, blah 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 blah." And he goes, "I thought it was over." No, I'm like, it's "No, it's over. not over." He goes, "I'm already moved on." I'm like, "Okay." And then he started joking that he got other gigs at other radio stations. <laughs> <laughs> Picked up by uh, Y98. <laughs> yeah, Y98 picked me up. Canadian penis looks the same as American penis, just so you know. Yeah, okay, all right. I thought they're all shaped like maple leaves. <sighs> Not the one on Jeff's computer. Nope. They actually, they actually, they go up instead of down. Like a hockey stick? Is that curve legal? I don't know. If... Uh, Why do you got black tape on it? Time to tape up, guys. Wow. Foil up, coach. Uh, oh. <laughs> Yes, let's let's not just have Canada. Let's do. I mean, maybe London, maybe maybe some other major cities around the world. Hey, we'll take it worldwide. Not Craigslist, just North Craigslist, America, UK. Let's go. Oh, dude, here's Berlin's. I'm telling you, you want to really get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. I don't know if any of the German ones are going to be uh, uh, readable. <laughs> this is again. This is again under the men for men section, and this says, "My door is open. Come breed me." Breed. I breed. believe that might be some sort of translation uh-huh. program <laughs> that might. Know, uh, we may have to use yeah some kind of Google Translator or something. Any, I'll figure. Any it guys out. got hairy butts? That's on there. <laughs> Or let's not go to Japan. You know what? Maybe for tomorrow. Are we set for tomorrow? We're good for tomorrow. Remember, we said we have like fifty of them. No, in the I know, back but that... I don't want to use bad ones. No, oh, no, 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 no. They're, they're, like, trust I don't me, use bad it'll ones. be it'll be at least Moon. What would you say? Because I had you go through so them let's with start me. Start mixing these in then. Yeah, there's it, probably a hundred, and there's fifty that are totally. 
up to par. Yeah, like, well, then let's get rid of the other 50. And we, let's... Yeah. Okay. I'll start, was, as, 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 soon as, as soon as next week, I may slide in some international. Ooh. So don't be surprised if you hear John Patrico <laughs> butcher some international cities. Right. Yeah. That's what we need to do. Man from half Dusseldorf. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's challenge him with other languages. Good yes. idea. Just, just city names would be would be fun. Yeah, let's have fun, guys. Let's have fun with this. All right. Yeah, because so this one, the one that's uh, my door's open and, and it says uh, Ickenham. That's huh. going to just be fun to hear my dad go, yikes. And, and, uh, yeah. Germany's got the uh, Ransom Raves. Oh, it's, it's got everything. It's it literally. It looks Japan's like Japan's the same way. It looks sure? like St. Louis Craigslist. I don't I don't see like a full. You're personals. on the other uh, German one. Yeah. I'm looking for a glockenspiel. Mm. Oh, there's a whole segment uh, section for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. Sorry. It's just in a slightly different place. Um, let's see. Uh, this is Japan's one under women seeking women says that a girl is selling her guitar. I don't really. <laughs> and by guitar, it's panties. Oh, boy. It's actually yeah, this a guitar, is... believe it or not. Hey, the first. Look at, look, look, do you, do I you can't read... read this title, but Jeff, look at the title. The very first one on Berlin's. Here you go. Look. Oh, yeah. Earth or sea. Oh. Yeah, gotcha. Whatever that means. Well, it's in German. You got to. You got to throw the old uh, Google Translator on it. No, no, no. Uh, up in the right, you can change it to English. I know, I love it. Like especially when you do do that, when you do like uh, translate yeah, yeah. it. Do you want to be company in my life? <laughs> yeah, translations. <laughs> yeah, for about an hour. <laughs> yeah, the translations aren't always exact, but all right, good. Neither so, are John's. John's translation isn't normally good either. So. Oh my gosh, look at that one. Two-word title. Oh, we're using that Ooh. one. Oh boy! Is this what he's talking about? The, the, there's two words and therapy as well. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Look, I just clicked on that. I don't one. know if we could do that. <laughs> I just clicked on that one. Boy, you German uh, kind of therapy Yikes. are we talking about? Woo! <laughs> Am I the teacher or the student? That's oh my what I gosh! Know. <laughs> I don't. I don't... Something about injections. I'm not. <laughs> <Are> you... <laughs> all, oh right, all right. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Let's settle down, right, guys. Let's okay. settle down. <laughs> Sticks, relax. <Let's> settle down. <laughs> settle down, guys. Oh, well, speaking of settling down, you know what has not settled down? The woos at the Blues game. Woo! <laughs> Apparently, the whole place was wooing last night. And by the way, Big Blues win. And OT. Yep. And I guess the Blues are now in, um, has had the first wild card spot, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. They're tied with Anaheim, but they uh, have a game of hand against How Anaheim. about that? That's ridiculous. That's terrific. We'll talk to a Carter Hutton later on. <laughs> Who is up for some kind of big award? A major award? A major award. This is a major award. <laughs> the uh, is... Bill Masterson. I'm saying it wrong. The Bill Masterton. Memorial Trophy, presented by the Professional Hockey Writers Association to an NHL, uh, NHL player who shows perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to the game. And this year, Blues goalie Carter Hutton is amongst the list of nom uh, of, of nominees. It's great. So we'll talk to him later on. But the uh, yeah, the woos you can hear it on TV. Yep. You can again hear it on the on the radio broadcast. And during the post-game press conference, Blues head coach Mike Yo was asked about the woos. Is he into it? Is he not into it? Did you hear this, Moon? 
I heard I didn't hear the audio, but I saw the reaction. Or at least what he said at the end. So there was a reporter during the press conference that asked Mike Yo about the woos in Scott Trade Center. Wooing on the bench. <laughs> what, wooing? What? Oh, yeah. yeah uh, no, I'll let everybody else do that. Yeah, I do it. I do it when I get back in my office after an overtime win. Are you okay with that becoming a thing here? Heck yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Heck yeah, that's great. That's awesome. You know what that is? Stamp of approval. Yeah, it is. Right there. Mike Yo. Yo stamp. He's all good with it. Woo! All right. I guess it's going to become a thing. I think Mike Yo just encouraged it. I think he did. I saw people with signs. With woo signs. I think the startling thing to me is that you could hear it through your TV. You could hear it through your radio. Yes. Now, let's not overdo it, guys. Mm, and let's not overdo it. That's a very good possibility. Anybody who was there last night, maybe let us know. But I, it's 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 a possibility that we're overdoing it. Yeah, I mean, it was just it was just kind of randomly happening. Let's dial it back a little bit, okay? Just a little bit. And I'm certainly not telling we'll anybody to. You, you know, you 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 pay it's your money new. to go in there. Hey, you do what you need to do. That's it's fine. a new thing. But it's I new. mean, that's you know, yeah. we'll find the sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z show and your emails, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Hey, before we get to emails, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I have a question for you guys how to handle something because I have to send an email this morning and I want to know how to handle this, okay? My kid. You've come to the right place, <clears throat> yes. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so my youngest is getting tutoring. Yes. Uh, for a, a problem that she has. It's called math. And uh, so I hooked up with one of the teachers that does this on the side, you know, for a little extra cash, right? And last week she went, or two weeks ago, sorry, she went and was tutored by her. Yes. She's a fantastic lady. She's a teacher. She does this in her spare time for extra cool. money. Uh, up the street at the, at the college, uh, right up the street at the Wildwood uh, Community College. Okay. okay. Yeah. So she gets a lot out of it. She loved her. She said, yeah, Dad, let's do this some more. She's having a lot of trouble with math. So last so how night, much tutoring has she done? Uh, this is, with this particular lady, she's only done one. One session? One session so far. And last night was supposed to be session two at 5 o'clock. I emailed with the lady. She said, yes, I'm going to be there from 3 until 5 anyway. So if you'd like to bring her up at 5 o'clock, I would love to tutor her again uh, for an hour. And obviously, she gets paid for this. Yes. This is all through email. And it was set up. I pick her up from school and she says, hey, the test that I was going to be tutored for, I took today, so I don't need to go to the tutor. Okay. I said, okay, cool. When were you made aware of this? At 3.05 when I picked her up. Okay. The tutoring session was supposed to be at 5 o'clock. Okay. I a million percent dropped the ball and forgot to email the the teacher and tell her, hey, we are not going to be... Uh, meeting you at 5 o'clock for the tutoring session that we have already scheduled. So you no-showed? 
I know showed absolutely a million percent my fault. I was going to email her. I laid down for my nap and then woke up and forgot. So in her mind, she was still waiting for your daughter at five yes. o'clock. She was there or anyway was there. at five, but she was done with what she was doing at five. So, so she, she could have gone home. Yeah, she could have gone okay, home. Okay, so what's the question? So the question is, do uh, we're gonna we're gonna do another session with her? I offered to pay her anyway via email yesterday. When she emailed back, she said, "When you if you want to reschedule, let me know." She didn't mention. Yes, I would like you to pay me anyway or no don't worry about it next time that i go with her and she emailed you saying hey where are you yeah she emailed saying hey are we still doing this and i wrote back i'm so sorry i fell asleep then when i woke up i forgot to email you what's the question the question is next time we meet up with her do i pay her for this past session anyway yeah for sure you attempt to yeah, and, let I, her, and let her make the decision. Because I offered via email, and she didn't even acknowledge that I offered. So I don't know. She feels weird about it. That's what I'm thinking. So yeah. it's fifty bucks. So you, so you say you when, totally when you when you drop off your daughter for the next session before you pay her. Do you pay her before or after? I pay her at, or the the one time we've done it, I paid her after. Okay, so when you drop your daughter off, you go in and you go, "Hey, I just wanted in person to apologize again for everything. I feel terrible here. Well, I want to pay for the session." So, in other words, what you're saying is pay for the session that we're going to do and the one that because of yeah. me we missed. Yeah, you That's walk in, you thinking. walk in with an apology and a Benjamin. There you go. Here you go. Yeah, and it, it's it's weird to me that she didn't even acknowledge. Yeah, because she I probably said, feels weird about it. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe it's just a, hey, let's just talk about it when... What I want to do is just maybe get, she doesn't know how to handle it either. Right. So when I pay her for the session that we are going to do, I'm just going to double the pay mm-hmm. and not even say anything. Just say, here you go. Yeah. Now, it, would it make it better and more personal if I give her a little slap on the tushy and say, sorry about that, Ooh, go get them? Man. Probably I'm, not. I'm going to go that. ahead and say, let's not Don't do, do that. Then get okay. some more cash for bail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I always have bail money with me. That's always a thing. Still in the glove compartment? Yes, it okay. is. Yeah. No, but I felt so bad. I felt so bad. Yeah, because you waste somebody's time. Yeah, Absolutely. And I and like we were talking yesterday, sticks. When you screw up, just own up to it. And, and we, I I absolutely did. And we've all been there, waiting for somebody who eventually you figure out, you know, as a no show. Yeah. Oh, I felt so bad. You have an appointment, and you're waiting for somebody, and I guess they're not coming. Yeah. And it's how the long worst. do I wait? Yeah, it's the worst. Oh, the worst is how long do I wait? Yeah. How long do I wait till I go home? And I have no phone number. So I'm going to email, and who's to say they're answering or looking at their emails? Right? Yeah, and she and she waited the 15 minutes. You know, I was supposed to be there at five. At five, about five fifteen is when I got the email from her. Even when you wait the 15 minutes and you walk out, you go, Are "They still going to come?" Yeah, and then you start feeling like a jerk because what if something happened? Yeah, five. What ni- if they got caught in traffic? Five nineteen. Are we still on for tonight? Oh, so five nineteen. So she waited 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah I think you owe her. Yeah. And it's an hour tutor session? Yes. Yeah. It's the right thing to do. I agree. It's the right thing to do. And she could reject it. Yeah. She probably won't. I wouldn't. Would you? Oh, absolutely not. Because at that point, you're almost disrespecting the fact that they are trying to apologize. You know? I would take the money and probably, you know, donate it to my favorite charity. In my pocket? Yeah. yeah. Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> All four of you at the same time looked at me like, you lying. Aldi in exchange for groceries? <laughs> no, Charity. She's an entertainer across the uh, on the other side of the room. All right. Yeah. Uh, some emails, Jeff. Yes, yes sir. Uh, this is from Team Riz member Sam. 
couple of things from the show. So Riz was talking about getting his kids off the bus and being late yesterday. Was it yesterday? I think it was uh, yesterday. Did I say I was late? No, you said you said there are times where you're like, oh man, I'm I don't running. want to be late. I'm running a, a little late, and it's a six minute walk. I got to hustle. Right, yeah. I'll sprint. Sam is a uh, bus driver, a local school district, uh, and uh, not allowed to drop off any child at the stop if there isn't a parent there. Whether it's right at home or uh, the bus stop up the, up the street, the only uh, this only extends to certain grade level. He says uh, we're supposed to honk, and if no one comes out, we notify the school campus uh, where the the kid goes to school, and then they take the kid actually back to the school. Yeah, so I'm sure it's got to go pick. Up I'm the sure kid. school districts have different rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and grade level plays into you know a part of it. I have a you know first grader and a third grader. Right. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure a first grader is not going to be just left, or a kindergarten is not going to be just left. Right, and and he goes on to say that if something does happen, if he just pulls up and lets a kid off, something happens. It goes back to him and yep, the I'm school. Sure. So, also, almost more importantly, when we were talking hot dogs and and corn dogs, mm-hmm. uh, corn dog talk, Patrico. I know you are a huge fan of QT's food. Their roller dogs with the cornbread wrapping is by far the best corn dog. Sticks your ever exist never in my one. opinion. QT has the best food. Listen, I've never ever station. had a gas station hot dog. Oh, I will. T- I will tell you this so right underrated. now. I've had a QT corn dog. It's not the best. Ooh, QT Ooh. hot dogs are my favorite hot dogs. But a QT corn dog, because you got to think about it. Like a corn dog, yeah, you, you want like it to be dogs. crispy. I like corn dogs. Oh, I you, you didn't. No, I do. You want it to be crispy with kind of like the soft center and then the hot dog. Yeah, yeah. That thing on the roller could be there for an hour. Just yeah, rolling, and rolling, rolling, what? And, and like, it's, it's basically under a heat lamp. <laughs> yeah. Come on. It, it's basically under a, 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 a moving heat lamp. lamp. Yeah. So, so it's the one of two things goes away. Well, one of two things can happen. It either it's becomes almost like wrapped in cornbread at that point. Yeah. It either becomes like almost a rubbery mess, or it becomes rock hard, and you go to bite it, and it goes. Oh. You're like, oh, okay, but fresh. Fresh on the roller, <laughs> when it's ready to go, when it's in front of the "please do not eat this" sign, it's ready. Is to there go. a time? Do they have a timer? Like I don't. How think long so. we've been rolling? I think so. Um, like I, how I, long I, we've I think, been rolling? Timer? I think there is a timer, but it's called the two eyes on your face. Yeah. Oh really? Oh, who knows? You can man. tell. Maybe, there, there have been there have been maybe times, there's a timer behind the the counter. There might who knows? be. There have been times where I've walked into QT and I've been like, hmm. That cheeseburger roller right there that I'm not going to touch, it looks like it's been there for quite some time. And as I'm prepping my hot dog, I watch a QT employee come over and go, yeah, you're done. Right in the garbage. You're out. Like, it's mm. it's past the uh, ability of consumption. <laughs> I, wonder if, I wonder if it's smart to call ahead and be like, hey, man, when you uh, when you laying fresh dogs out there? <laughs> what? I See, I wonder why no gas station, if you're going to sell food like that, hot dogs and rollers. I would think having a timer on there. Maybe yeah. they do. Maybe it would be beneficial. Well, or maybe it's in there, like uh, in their training, that like every twenty-five minutes you got to go check the dogs. I don't know that. Is. I don't know that either. I but, don't know that. But, but they do. Check. And by the way, did you know I found something interesting about QT? So have you ever been in a QT and that high-pitched squeal has started? Like it's like just an alarm, like a like a straight beep. And I'm no. Like the okay. fries are done. Beep. Kind of. Okay, I always thought that was somebody like at a gas station trying to pump and they have to approve it. No, there's sensors. So if you are standing at the counter and there's not an employee behind the counter, that thing goes off. Hmm. 
and it just can it just will constantly go up until says, somebody can comes help you? and walks up and and beeps themselves behind the counter. Huh. Didn't know that. Have you ever been in a QT? Uh, maybe. Oh my! I'm, sh- I'm sure scary. that just popped in my head with your reaction right there, and I'm I'm closer to right than I thought. You you may or may not have ever been in a QT. When I would smoke, I would go to whatever convenience store to buy cigarettes. So right, but probably, you're not you're not that guy that has the pump starter card at QT and you go get gas and go inside and shop a little bit. No, and pay for that's everything me. That, me too. That's me. I mean, on the offhand, I need a bag of chips or you know. Uh, I'm going somewhere. I need a bottle of booze. There are times, Quickly. and this, this again, this is this is gonna this is gonna you know add to the weirdness of me. You've but, gone specifically to eat. Oh yeah, that's not weird at all. But there have been times where <laughs> why are you laughing, sticks? I I just remember specific times where I've gone to QT just to get a hot dog. Yeah, uh, hot dog, hot, chips, and a soda. Their hot dog, so their hot dogs are great. But no, there are times where I've gone and pumped gas at QT, and then I've gone inside and gone. I, I have no reason to be in here. Yeah. But I'm in here because it's QT. Like, I, I go to QT and I go inside. Whether I'm just pumping gas or I'm there to get something else, if I'm at QT, I'm going you inside. You just wandering. I'm going inside. Huh. And that pump starter card is genius. Because you pump your gas, it doesn't. You don't pay for anything at the at the at the pump, and you go inside and shop, and you pay for it all at once, and it prevents obviously the drive off. Yeah, it's basically linked it. to your to your credit card. So I so, just pay with a credit card. Because, because this you way you can pay all at once. Yeah. So yeah. instead of paying paying sixty bucks at the pump and then going inside and paying four dollars for a soda and a hot dog and chips, what do you get charged per transaction on your credit card? No, you, you don't get charged anything. Of, just, no, it's just a I way mean, for them to to have info on you if you pump and then take off. He's saying, "Why? What's the big deal? You might as well just use your debit uh, card gotcha. to pay for gas. Go inside, use your debit card to pay for the snacks." Some people it's like to one, have all in one. Yeah, it's just one transaction though. Oh, okay. All right, we've got that settled. Okay. Thank God. All right. Next. Uh, this one is anonymous. My wife is an avid listener, as am I. Don't stop doing what you are doing. We saw on Facebook that Moon is no longer a, uh, a member of Story of the Year. Just wanted to say don't lose your mind over it. You're a very talented person with a great outlook on life. Uh, uh, more power to you, Moon. Keep on keeping on. Peace, weirdos. Don't lose your mind over it. Thanks. I'm not losing my mind over it. There's plenty of other things. Yeah, around, um, around this area. Yeah, we both put statements out about uh, about it uh, last night. So if you want to read that, it's on my Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. But uh, it's all good, man. I, I'm like I said in the statement. I'm just choosing to remember the good times. Fifteen solid years, a whole bunch of records, two it's DVDs. A long time. Yeah, and we did some really, really, really cool stuff and had some ridiculous experiences. You saw the world. Yeah, I know. I'm going to do something that you hate, but I'm going to say. I'm one blessed individual, and uh, I, I feel... You gotta very, hashtag that. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel very <laughs> very fortunate for the experiences that uh, that I've had in my life, and most of it, all of my 20s and half of my 30s was uh, a part of that band. Yeah, again, you got to see the world. Mm-hmm. And we did, some, we did some awesome stuff. When we were, especially on that first record, when we were pulling all of our resources together, it was, it was a magic time. Hmm. Yeah, so it's on your Facebook page, your your statement? Yeah, well, whatever social media you follow me on, it's on. All right. Yeah, I read it yesterday. I even wrote you. I said, well written. Thanks, buddy. Things happen. It's all good. People go in different directions. Life happens. It's, it's yeah, right. I brought your guitar back, by the way. Thanks, and it worked, out, it worked out well, yeah? Yeah, yeah, and I went and bought my own guitar now. There's all these burn marks from you just shredding. Just shredding. Uh, you're on fire. <laughs> 
That thing's got nothing left to give him. That's why he's giving it back to you. So well, you asked. He drained like, I need well, to step I, I, up. I told, I told Moon, hey, you know, I'm not going to need your guitar anymore. I went and bought my own. Well, wh- what kind did you get? I don't know. It's green. <laughs> I think it's got six strings. Uh... Well, I went to the music store, and uh, I explained to the guy. I said, hey, I'm just starting lessons. I've been playing guitar for, you know, about a month and a half now, if that. And I just need something to kind of, you know, learn on. And the guy at the guitar store goes, yeah, I'd like to pick my guitar out with the way it looks, by how it looks. Okay. I said, that's a terrible way to do to guitar shop. <laughs> yeah. Because the guitar that looks awesome is $1,000. <laughs> no bueno. <laughs> Not for me. So I bought a Telecaster. Which is what you had borrowed from me. Same yeah, thing. I just looked at the pickups, which looked the same. Oh, okay. Well, hey man, if you got your if you if you're if you got a good feel with what you're it playing, it feels good. That's that's important. It feels good, and uh, you know I like to break my guitars after every lesson, so I <laughs> bought a true. bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take twelve of that one. Yeah. Same color. You got twelve. You, you got those new back, disposable right? guitars, right? <laughs> the one use disposable guitars. Yes, yes, yes. Go because, to all right, the uh, lesson's done. It is. I just throw the guitar neck right through the amp. <laughs> And then we just right. break everything up, and I said, "All right, see you next week." See you next week. You take new new guitar out. <laughs> Clean this all up before you get back here next week, and uh, see you then. You yeah, like the end of a, a Nirvana set. <laughs> next, uh, this also for Moon. Moon, you uh, said that you celebrate Naked Tuesdays. Yeah, there we go. Sure do. Yeah. Now that you have a dog, is it weird, and or do you still do it in front of the dog? Is it weird to be nude in front of your dog? No, not at all. Dog don't care. Dogs naked nude. Tuesday, if you didn't know, is Moon every Tuesday just as naked at his house. Well, there's no, kid, no kids. There's no kids on Tuesday. But is 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 King <laughs> That's Scott a good naked point too? To make. Uh, no, Scott has not participated in Naked Tuesday. So even Although though he's, he's home, too. you're just walking around naked. <laughs> Wait a minute! You said he's happened. been witness too. Well, so sure. you and your lady are hanging out naked on Naked Tuesday, and Scott's just there. Yeah, she's she's covered up. Usually, if we're having a conversation, you got to be kidding me with this. <laughs> Listen, it's it's a, a more of a joke, obviously, but it does happen. We should just wear pasties. No. Well, I mean, she King painted. Hand me a blankie. No. She got body paint on. No, we got blankets. That's all good. Whatever. <laughs> I'm I'm secure. It's fine. I don't care. And I'll tell you who doesn't care is a dog. Dog don't care. A dog's naked too. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Nothing but a collar on. Has no shame. The, pet, now, the dog that is. Dog feels no shame. <laughs> There's only been one scenario where, you know, it's time and the to dog put clothes on. And the, no. And the and the dog's in the room and I was definitely like, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and put the dog downstairs. You I did do that. You don't need to see this. I and it has nothing to do with the dog seeing it. It's, a, it's she's a puppy, man. She's all over the place. I don't want anything to happen. You don't you know? want her trying to participate as well. I don't want saying. any claw what? marks. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. What the do- room for one more? Yeah. Rough, rough. Puppies right, right. are very licky. Let's yeah, put it that do- way. Exactly. The oh, dog's all no. over the place. Oh, sure. No, that's exactly. That's he's exactly right. Yeah. He's big enough to get up on the bed. He's going to get up on the bed. What are you guys doing? It has nothing to do with the watching. Tony, during your lovemaking, has uh, has a dog <laughs> jumped on the bed? The dogs are not allowed in the room. Oh, you can't let the dogs see Dur- you naked. During sexy time. I don't Have care about that. Have you ever been that. naked in front of your dog? Yeah, I don't care about that. It's the fact that I am... It's not that I'm like that, where I think the dogs are going to jump on the bed. They're just annoying. Like, they'll sit at the door and cry. 
Like, because, you know, they'll sit there and they'll cry and, like, want us to, like, pay attention to them, not pay attention to what we're doing. Jeff knows a lot about crying during lovemaking, right? (laughs) Talking about crying at the door. Guys, you you would be so proud of me, by the way. Like I've I have I'm always proud of you. You know man. how you know how I'm like not, just so you know, I'm still I'm, I'm still on the extreme side of the spectrum when it comes to never nude, but I've I have really let my guard down. I really have. I've been I've been I've been naked all over the place. No, but I've been <laughs> I've been underwearing it a lot lately. Just straight underwearing it around the house. Nice, dude. Which is a great step for me. It's the same. It's the same thing. It's the same step for him as Naked Tuesday is for me. But I'm talking about like if I take a shower at night, 10, 20 minutes before I go to bed, I'll be in my underwear Question. walking around. You, you were never, you were never nude three never. years ago. Question. Not even by yourself. Right. That you in the underwear and walking around your house is the same thing, if not yeah. more drastic than me being naked Tuesday, uh, naked on Tuesday. Now my mother-in-law is at my house, and when my in-laws come come to town, or even my mother comes to town, they can't just leave. You know that day they got to stay over. Yeah. Sure. Usually they're there for an extended period of time. So my mother-in-law came. To, my mother-in-law came to town yesterday, so she's going to be here for I think. Two weeks. And I'm a guy that likes to cruise around his house in his boxers. Or, you know, my uh, a boxer briefs. Sure. It's my house. Do you think I cruise around with my mother-in-law there? No, you do not. I would say absolutely not. No. Have I ever gone down from my bedroom in my undies or even, you know, what about just a pair of like uh you know uh, basketball shorts no and, and no shirt shirtless no in front of your mother-in-law yes i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna say no and you know why I'm because it's you your house to. damn it i'm, I'm saying gonna, no i'm gonna say you want to but that guy her dad saying what he said to you in the beginning no i, I jeff is absolutely right really yeah i i don't i don't celebrate it uh dude here's a, it so I don't celebrate it, but I've cruised down from the bedroom to the kitchen to get like a glass of water, and my mother-in-law's in there, and I'll be in my in my boxer briefs. What I mean, mm. she seen me in a bathing suit. This has happened to me before. Thing. I was I was sitting thing. I was sitting on the couch in in basketball shorts, <clears throat> no shirt on, and my mother-in-law FaceTime my wife to see the kids, and you would have thought that I was a sniper trying to find position. I hit the ground and I was out. <laughs> I hit the ground and I was out. And she's, I, I'm, you know, they have a pool. I've been swimming over there. I've gone on vacation with them. I've been swimming. But dude, I don't know what it is. In my brain, it was red alert, red alert, red I'll alert. Go to, I'll go to their house and my and my father-in-law will be without his shirt on, mm. cruising around. It's his house. That's completely different. How is that different? Because he's a dad. Because when you I'm go a to, dad too. Yeah, but okay. he's he yeah, could be exactly. your dad. Exactly. So let's say your daughter is is married to a guy that had blue hair that you didn't like years before, and you're at his house. You're at your daughter's house, and he comes down half naked in his undies. You go. You better put some damn clothes on. I'm just. That just hit you. Wait, wait, wait. no, no, no. I, I, I'm not understanding the story. So, so you, you're in yeah. your daughter and her husband's house, and the and your daughter's husband comes downstairs in just the boxers. You'll see it as a power move. In other words, reverse it, the role. I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe one press with that with that scenario in, in real life. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't. Again, I don't celebrate it. 
Yeah, you know, I don't have, even think about it. Okay, where's, here's where's another question. Manson? Here's another question. And, and I know it's a little different from you because, you know, there's somebody there all the time. Mind you, I've the, known this woman for almost 20 years. Right, of course. Yeah. Okay, so you're sitting at your house. You're by yourself. Okay. And you hear Lucky the, me. You hear the, the UPS, <laughs> you hear the UPS or the FedEx truck pull up, and you hear, and they bounce out. I have answered the door with my shirt off. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. There was a mailman there with a certified piece of mail that I had to sign. And I was like, I, I honestly said, I go, one second. And I ran to get a shirt and put it on and then opened up the door. I will most of the time do that. Yeah. But uh, when a shirt is not available or within arm's reach or I have to run you know, somewhere else. Yeah, it'd be funny to answer the door like that, but just put a hand bra as a dude. Just stand there. <laughs> was it, do I need to sign for that? I, I will never forget. This happened probably three or four years ago. My truck, I, you know, I put it out on the driveway. It doesn't go in the garage. I put it in the driveway. And uh, it was in the afternoon, and there was a terrible storm that was coming in the area, and I was taking a nap. You know, it was, it was, we sleep like toddlers. So I was napping, and I heard the hail hitting the roof woke me up. And I woke up, and I was like, oh, my God, what is that? And I looked out, and it was like, I mean, silver dollar size hail. Uh-huh. So I ran and I grabbed my keys and in my undies, I ran outside to move the truck into the garage. And I just remember the garage opening and me standing there in my underwear and the garage opening and my neighbor across the street in his underwear with no shirt on doing the same exact thing. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is a moment that we could never get past. Different like scenario. <laughs> hey, Jim. Hi, Tony. Different scenario. What if... What if the mother-in-law walks around with no shirt on? Okay. That's a different story. Yeah, that's a little weird. Now we now have to we're have a over talk. the line. We have to have a talk. <laughs> you know how you always hey, say that. Put him away. You know how you always say that your 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 opinion of a man or the way you feel about a man changes once you see his nipples. Uh, yeah. Once you see your mother-in-law's belly button, it's a different world. <laughs> oh, that's it's a, a great different point. world. <laughs> that's so funny. Once you see your mother-in-law's belly button, you're like, we're in a different place now. We are, we are, we can never go back there. We are now here. A belly button, even the yeah. belly button for Dude. for a mother-in-law. Yeah, for your mother-in-law, it may, be, it may as well be. Again, I don't uh, that. Yeah. I, I've known the woman for so long. I'm not saying it's they, like a, a terrible a, thing. They and have like, a pool at their house. So you've seen her belly button. We've all been swimming together. Yeah, but she, not what I asked. Is she wearing a one piece or a two piece or or what? Or do you know? I I. I'm sure at some point there's been a two-piece. He's never seen her belly button. I was just going to say, I got a good feeling you've never seen it. Yep. <laughs> It'd be burning. If you saw her belly button, you'd go, oh my God, there it is. I don't know. Even when she's wearing I, a t- I don't you, know. You, you get some spidey sense because even when she's wearing a t-shirt, I guarantee you, if 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 she walked in, you saw your mother-in-law's belly button, she walks in wearing a t-shirt, you could be blindfolded and still poke it right away. Boop, there it is. I found your belly button. I don't know. Because it is burned into your brain. I don't know. Huh. Interesting. Jeff, did you ever see your mother-in-law's belly button? I don't think so. You'd be a lot weirder guy if you did. (laughs) Moon, have have you? You ever seen my mother-in-law's belly button? Uh (laughs) Right? Uh, No. Nope. No? Mm -mm. Scanning the memory banks, No. Cause I would know. It's been out for me to look at. 
It's been hard for me to look at. I mean, yes. it was it was ten years before I saw my father in law's legs. To be honest with you, because he was that guy that would sit out back barbecuing. It was 127 degrees, and he still had jeans and a t shirt on. He was that guy. But the first time I saw his legs, I was like, "This is weird and different." Yeah, yeah. And I saw his bare. <laughs> when the first time I saw his bare feet, I remember that too. Oh, this is a game changer, huh? Yeah, it really is. Huh? I don't. I died. Maybe it's an unremarkable belly button. I just. Oh no, you'd remember it. You'd remember. <laughs> it. What if you saw? How old is she? About. It's in her, in her 60s. What if? What if you finally saw it and it was pierced? <laughs> <laughs> See, that'd be a game changer. Or she had a sun tattoo around it. <laughs> that would be. Game and now here is today's mattress direct team Riz member of the day. All right, today's team Riz member of the day, brought to you by Mattress Direct, is from Belleville. It's Alicia Laird. Yeah. Alicia. So proud of you. She says she's been listening to the Riz Show since day number one. Each day gets funnier the longer you guys are on. And the show makes her hour commute fly by as she listens to the podcast. And she says you guys make my crazy day so enjoyable and adds, I think I'm the only person who does not look forward to the weekend because you guys are not on. She says thanks guys, you are all the best. Thank you, Alicia. The Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct. She gets that. She gets a Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. The Rizzuto Show. And by the way, uh, I'll announce this probably uh, in the show sometime. Just waiting on confirmation. Our limited edition new t-shirt. Oh, like, what's that going to be when it's going to go on sale? I think it may go on sale either this Friday or next Friday. Nice. But I'll tell you what it is. And it's going to be on sale for two weeks only. It's going to be one of those limited runs. One of those limited run shirts. Rare show limited run shirts. We'll talk about that later. Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. So Jeff Scott, your crap on celebrities here in a second. So do you think CDs are dead? I would say yes. Yeah, the easy answer is to say yes. You think CDs are dead? Yeah. Not so fast, folks. Because this is, this is uh, kind of astonishing. According to 2017 sales... Sales data released by the Recording Industry Association of America. CDs and vinyls collectively outsold digital downloads for the first time since 2011. Nice. Where, from where? Hmm. CDs and vinyl collectively outsold digital downloads for the first time since 2011. See, it's funny. The numbers game is funny. Yeah, I was going to say, okay, tell us why. The numbers game is funny. Wait, wait, wait. You're talking about albums, maybe? CDs and, and, and vinyl outsold digital downloads for the first time in 2011. So, but I, just so you know, revenue from digital downloads fell 25%. And let me guess what they're saying. And, and, and I haven't seen this yet. Are they saying something that streaming has something to do with it? Because also CD and vinyl sales fell 4%. Mm. The overall industry grew, posting its healthiest year since 2008. 
thanks to a 50% increase in revenue by subscription streaming services. Spotify, Apple Music. See how you can play the numbers game? Mm-hmm. Well, see, for the first yeah. time, CD and vinyl sales outsold digital downloads. And so many people would just see or read that headline, and that's it. Read on. Read on. There's a reason for it. The other stuff fell. Digital downloads fell. CD and vinyl sales fell, but everything else shot up 50%. So, if you see if you see that stat, just read further. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, if you see, all right, wow, CD sales. Outsold the digital downloads. Wow. Crazy. Read on. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis' only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. If you uh, didn't feel like checking out the season premiere reboot revival, it's a revival of Roseanne, that was last night. If you're curious how they brought Dan back into the fold from the dead, here's your hookup. Well, because remember, let's, let's go over how Roseanne the series ended. It was the original series. So, Dan had a heart attack and died. Uh-huh. I remember at first, at first he just left and then, because he cheated on Roseanne. Correct. And then he died, had a heart attack. Because Roseanne was writing a book. Right, he was, she was writing a book. She, she was writing never, a book. Remember, yeah. she, they won the lottery and it kind of went, it kind of went nuts. So, the last episode was... He didn't cheat. She didn't win the lottery. She was writing a book, but Dan really did have a heart attack. So they explained it last night. Dan? Dan? Dan! <laughs> and by the way, he's got the sleep apnea mask on. Right, yeah. <laughs> what happened? I thought you were dead. Sleeping. Why does everybody else think I'm dead? You looked happy. I thought maybe you moved on. Uh, they're up. I know it's only been a week, but I just can't get used to Darlene and her kids living in the house. I got no privacy. I can't even make my Maxwell house naked like God intended. Well, just because they're up doesn't mean we have to give up, you know, pleasuring me. I don't know if we got time for the full symphony of love, but I'm sure we can knock off a few of the greatest hits. (laughs) Brace yourself, mother. I loved it. So you saw it. I watched it. Your thoughts. Loved it. You loved it. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. I honestly, because that, that show started back in 1988. Mm-hmm. Series premiered in 1988. I honestly, for a second there, got brought back to childhood. Wow, that's great. Well, it's funny. Like, I think that's one of the reasons why these revivals, reboots are, are so big, because that's what it does for but people. But this was, it just picked up. It wasn't cheesy. It wasn't like a rehash of old stuff. It just picked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My wife had never seen an episode of Roseanne. So I was super excited about this because Roseanne was one of my favorite shows. And I said, hey, we don't have to watch the whole series. 
but let's watch some of Roseanne so you kind of get to know the characters a little bit and things like that. So she, we watched the pilot of Roseanne from 1988. Mm -hmm. If you took that episode of Roseanne and you put that on today, it would kill. It was edgy. It was racy. Yeah, it, it was not, They didn't try incredible. to shoehorn funny in just yeah. because it's back. <clears throat> right. They didn't try to like shoehorn old jokes in just for the sake of, well, we're back, so we got to do the old stuff. Right. It just flowed nicely. It was a, it was a, uh, it was well done. There were two episodes on last night. Yeah. You, you know what? One of the main things that I love about Roseanne, well, loved about Roseanne, I'm sure it's still the same way, loved about it, is the fact that she and, and, and John Goodman gave no craps about kids. Like, about, like, I'm not saying no crap, but like, you know, Darlene would walk in and she'd go, Mom, I failed my math test. And instead of going, well, sweetheart, we need to sit down with the tutor. We need to do this. They they would literally go, that's because you're an idiot. Mm. And that would, to me, I was I would laugh at those things so yeah, hard. Broke the yeah. mold of the of the family on TV. Yeah, I, I failed the test. Well, that seems about right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and they address, you know, they address modern issues and mm -hmm. this like uh, Jackie, the sister. You know, she's wearing the vagina hat from the Women's March. Uh, they talk about guns. Uh, Roseanne's a Trump supporter. The grandson is gender fluid. Mm -hmm. Do you think the Trump stuff, and I didn't see it, so is it is it really heavy-handed? Will that turn some non-Trump no. people off? Because the Will and Grace thing is very anti-Trump. No. And I'm afraid that that no, could turn this some is not, people off. This is not so over It's not the in your face. No. That's good. They, I, and they make jokes about it. I, I uh, noticed that the two Darlene, or now the two Beckys. Beckys are both on there. They're both on there? Yeah. yeah. How do they do that? What? Because Becky 1 is a surrogate for Becky 2. That is hysterical. Yeah, isn't that great? That is incredible. So Becky 1, OG Becky, is a surrogate for Sarah Chalk, yeah. Scrubs, Becky, Becky 2. And what's That's her name? That's funny. Ah, I forget. That'd be great if it was Becky. Or Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, Becky and Rebecca, something like that. And then funny. the son, DJ, uh, is back from the war. He was in the service. And he's got a kid. And Darlene's got a kid. Or two kids. Yeah, I so saw that. I saw that the um, the gal from... De Deb from Shameless is Darlene's kid. Yes. Who she's that's she's who that is. she's a great actress. That's Infuriates me on Shameless, but she's she's really good. I, I couldn't figure out who that was. Yeah. It's good. I, I if it, if you if you could find it on demand, I would watch it. And also, real quickly, speaking of Trump, remember those uh, those statues that uh, that were put the naked statues of Donald Trump that were yes. put coast to coast, some in the Midwest as well. Most all of them were vandalized except for one, and that one, if for some reason you want it, uh, it is hitting the auction block May second in New Jersey. Uh, it's ex possibly going to sell anywhere from twenty to thirty thousand. I mean, it's grotesque. Look. Yeah, it's just, I, mark me down for five bucks if I can pick it up for five dollars. <laughs> these these old these naked Trump statues started popping up after he won the election. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. But it's from some artist. And then speaking of revivals and reboots and stuff like that, like Roseanne, uh, me and American Idol, this one, Roseanne comes back after, what, 20 plus years? American Idol after about a year. Uh, somebody put out a list, I found it, of the best and worst revivals so far. So on the best list, 
Twin Peaks, that the, the return. I don't know if anybody watched. I never watched the original. I never watched the original or the new, but I know the new is gets like incredible reviews. People are into it, and full, I know this is Fuller House. What's that? Fuller, Fuller House, House is on the worst list, or on, no is on kidding. the bad list. Yeah, that yeah. that gets hammered in in, in the ratings. I uh, thought people loved critics. it. Uh, Doctor Who. I know that's not an American thing, but that thing's been has come and gone a bunch of different times. Will and Grace is on the best list. Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life, that's on the better list. Futurama, The Comeback, uh, Girl Meets World, that's on the better list, but that's been canceled mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samurai Jack and Prison Break, those are on the good list. On the bad list, Heroes Return. Oh, that was oh, god-awful. That, How about Veronica Mars? Is that on the bad list? Veronica Mars didn't come back as a TV show, as a movie. Oh. No, it's not on the list either way. Fuller House, The Muppets, The Brady. Oh, The Muppets was not bad. <sighs> that was I wanted super to like disappointing. That too. Yeah. The Brady's, uh, Dallas. Also, so there was a, there's a couple of them that just kind of, nah, which is The X-Files and Arrested Development. Yeah, I was quite disappointed with Arrested Development. Where you, you know what's funny that now that you say that you haven't really talked, you hadn't really talked about it very much. You know, because I didn't like the way they did back. it. When it came back, they focused each episode was focused on one character. Mm. So each episode was like, uh, you know, the David Cross character, and then the uh, the, the Job character, and then uh, is that Michael over Sarah with? character? Yeah, it's all gone now. I, I didn't love the way they did it. The first season is so good. Oh, I loved it. I loved the first it season. It was, I, I loved it when it was originally out. I bought the first season on DVD, but I never bought any other seasons because well, I, I kind of fell off. Michael Bluth. Uh, the frozen banana stand. I think this story may end with this person coming back the t- to TV as well. Former dance mom, the host. Abby Lee, Abby Lee Miller has been released from prison. She's been transferred to a halfway house. She had been serving her 366-day sentence for bankruptcy fraud. Uh, Victoriaville Federal uh, Correctional Institution. If you saw any pictures of her when she was there, it wasn't exactly a uh, a day camp for people, but it didn't look like it was all that horrible. So on Tuesday, she was transferred to a residential reentry uh, center in Long Beach, facility that helps you go from one place to the other, obviously structured and supervised environment, helps you get back into the workplace. A halfway financial. house. Yeah, halfway house, exactly. So she's scheduled to be, be released May 25th. Uh, you remember back in October 2015, she was charged with attempting to hide $775,000 of income from the Dance Mom. It spin off Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition and all kinds of other projects during her Chapter 11 bankruptcy. She allegedly hid the money in a secret bank account between 2012 and 2013. She pled guilty, bankruptcy fraud, June uh, uh, 2016. I mean, all kinds of stuff. She even had, She was even accused of divvying up the cash and having her friends carry it around with them so she didn't have to put it in the bank. Well, while she was in prison, she got her real estate license. Well, good for it. Start selling houses. And dropped 100 pounds. So I'm sitting here Why don't we start flipping houses? She's probably going to get some reality show out of that, don't you think? Uh, I don't know if you're going to get to this, but it is pretty big news now. Yeah, sure. Corey Feldman was stabbed last night. Stabbed in the stomach. Insane. Yeah, he's... So, do you want to go ahead and do it? No, no, go ahead. Okay. Because I'm... I guess details are just coming out. Yeah. He's alive. It literally just came out about an hour ago. So he was hospitalized. He says a complete stranger stabbed him in the stomach and then then left. He was sitting in his car last night in L.A. with a security guard. Three men approaches his car. He says while his security was distracted by those three men, another car pulls up and another person jumps out, uh, opens his car door, stabs him, and then bounces out. 
And he says it happened so fast he's not even sure he was stabbed with a knife. He yeah. said he was stabbed with something. It was rushed to the hospital after the attack, obviously. The uh, the police department was informed of the attack. They are now investigating. Corey does think he knows who's responsible. So, who knows? But they are investigating. He says he knows who's responsible. Yeah, so if you see, yeah, if you see Corey Feldman trending on Twitter and on social media... That's why. That is why. You know, it's always funny. You see somebody trending on social media. You go, I guess they're dead. Yep, they dead. died. They died. Dead or arrested. Or Corey Feldman. Yeah, an, nope. You never think it's anything good. Upcoming BBC documentary, R. Kelly's ex-girlfriend accuses him of, quote-unquote, training a 14-year-old girl to, have, to be a sex uh, sex slave. Most recent accusation against him, you know, he's got a whole bunch of them. A cult that he runs, preys on young women, or the one about the singer's inner circle, and another about the alleged physical and emotional abuse that that uh, Kitty Jones suffered while she was with him. So during that time, there was an additional woman who accused him of grooming her to be a sex slave when she was just 16 years old. Now, this lady, one of uh, Kelly's exes, is the woman behind this most recent allegation. She says that R. Kelly introduced her to an unnamed young, quote-unquote, sex slave sometime between 2011-2013. Uh, he calls them his pets, by the way, according to her. She also says that Kelly forced the young girl to refer to, uh, to him as his effing pet, and to crawl around on the floor and to perform things for him he while crawling nice. around on the on the yeah. So for his part, he says nah to all of this stuff. Okay, real quick, R. Kelly. Okay, do you? Okay, Ignition was a huge song. Is that song out of your out of your iPod? It never your, was in. Well, I'm saying if like okay, for example, when I DJ things, not necessarily weddings, but when I DJ like parties, that song usually kills. Is that song out of my repertoire? Because of the way he acts, and and then all these accusations, it's a personal thing, man. It would be for me probably. Because yeah, I've had it, it requested, be. and I've played it, and people have like you know it's killed. But then I've also played it and had people come to me and like, really, man, this song? Yeah, I was somewhere. Same with the, same song, with same with Chris Brown. Where song. was I? I was somewhere, and it same, came on that ignition song, and I'm like, hmm. curious choice, hmm. R. Kelly. Yeah, I don't think I would voluntarily play it anywhere, but if somebody let bride or a groom, maybe. Therefore, you can pass along the you know, responsibility. You know, you know what you're hey, probably you say, thinking oh, of? Say, you know what you're probably thinking of? I don't of? play R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. I played it on New Year's. And it, and it, and it was, was great. People danced the whole time. Ah, the guy's a piece of garbage. He's a piece of crap. But you know what? There are a lot of people that are like that. And like, like Kevin Spacey. Do you not watch Kevin Spacey movies anymore? I find it hard to. I do too. But I don't I'm conflicted. Do I not watch them? There was something I just saw that he was in. And I'm like, ooh, this kind of ruins it for me. Yeah. Same way. Horrible bosses was on TV the other day, and I turned it on. I was like, ooh, man. This kind of ruins it for me. Oh, is that Baby Driver? Mm. Yep. That God, Baby Driver movie. movie was a great movie. But you go, ah, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Ah, it's always gonna man. be that but yeah. ah. Yeah. Uh, Ronda Rousey's making that jump from uh, the the UFC and the real fighting over to the uh, to the wrestling. So of course she's doing all the rounds, doing the interviews, and man, oh man, she did a couple of great interviews with ESPN yesterday. Things got really weird immediately. Mike Golick asked her if she'd ever fight again. All right, here's Ronda Rousey. Let's go back and and start with when you knew. From the the MMA, when you were done there, when you said when you knew in your mind, I'm not going to fight anymore. I never said that. 
Ah, so there is a possibility that you could go back in time? There's a possibility that I could go back in time? That's go, your question to me? Go back in time and, and, and fight. Go back in the octagon. I do not have the ability to go back in time, no. Wow, that's... No. That's would you fight saying, again? I don't know. Somebody's been hit in the head too many times. To go back, comma, in time. In time. In time, will you go back? So then it sounds so like she, Yoda so, to her. So she, in so time, she, you will go back. So she honestly thought that he was asking if she could time could travel. Time travel. I, you got to be kidding me. No, I, I think guess. she was probably trying to dodge. I think, you know what? She no. just came to this. No. I don't think she's no. an opportunity to dodge. I don't no. know if there's a chip on her shoulder or No, what? I just think she misunderstood the question. Hey, what's she going to do? In, is she going to wrestle in the... Uh... Yeah, yeah, she's, oh, she's, yeah. she's okay. wrestling. Listen, I didn't know she was an Listen to this again. She, I think, really thinks... He's asking her if she could go back and talk. Now, now let's go wait, back wait, and, wait, and, wait. and start with when you knew from the the MMA when you were done there. When you said when you knew in your mind, I'm not going to fight anymore. I never said that. Ah, so there is a possibility that you could go back in time. <laughs> That's funny. So you could punch you could someone to the past. Go back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hit. The Happen way he puts it is, is 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 very weird too. Yes. The way but, he puts it is very weird too. But I mean honestly, come, come on. on. Come on. But come on. Back in time? There's a possibility that I could go back in time. Uh, That's go, your question Rhonda. to me. Go back in time and, and and fight. Go back in the octagon. Rhonda. I, come on, Rhonda. That's when you go, oh, okay, I misunderstood. Yeah, you know, I'm I don't like you to close any doors, blah, 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 that sort of thing. I think it feels like to me she came with the, like a this defensive wall up. Right. Like I don't know why she would. I mean, well, she went on that first take with Max Kellerman and the other dude, and it just kind of continued, actually. You became such a big deal that when you lost, it's like the earth stopped spinning on its axis after your loss in the w, in the UFC. There was a lot of talk. Well, she was overrated. She was this. She was that. And my point of view was at the time and remains that you achieved amazing heights. Almost no one wins forever. Everyone suffers setbacks. But there seemed to be like an unusual amount of negative pushback after your loss. Did you did you not experience that? I experience a lot of people who quote some people that are really just afraid to state their own opinion. What? Do you think it's my opinion? No, that's not my opinion. I can tell you right now. It's not my opinion. I thought you achieved amazing things. I was and am remain a big fan of your fighting and of you. That's not me saying some people meaning me. That is me saying I read and heard from others and defended you. Well, thank you for defending me. I appreciate that. Hmm. Yeah, weird. Just great press there. Good job. Really want to watch you do your thing now. All right, everybody. Maybe she's setting herself up to be a bad guy. Yeah, it could be. Maybe her character is really bad interviewer. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, the interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'd like to apologize and warn everybody who tries to make money selling songs. Hold tight. Answer this question for me. Female rapper. She is the youngest female rapper in history to chart on the Billboard's Hot 100. Her music video alone has more than 84 million views. Her latest effort is also getting a lot of buzz with Lil Yachty. And Lil does anybody, anybody in this room bef- besides Patrico know who I'm talking is about? Is this Danielle Bergoli? You got it. I was going to say, bad boy. White J's, white Porsche, white wrist, white horse, high bitch, high bitch, high bitch, high bitch. I do not sniff it to roll it. Nah. It do not jump when I pull it. 
I do not run, I reload it. I do not save it, I throw it. I mean, this white is um, white Porsche, white wrist, the thing, white man, horse. I mean, Hi, bitch. It's not for me. It's not my She's, thing. Again, you take her out and put Cardi B in, and that song is even bigger than that. Does anybody in this room have that phone or that song in their phone or in their system or anything? I do because I have Spotify. Oh, I do too. Yeah, me too. Then I guess she has uh, been uh, certified gold. She got herself a gold record, ladies and gentlemen. Damn. All right, Brit- British Automobile Association has a list of the best sing-along car songs, and I but got ten of them. Before you get to that, uh, yeah. Tom on Twitter says on R. Kelly and Kevin Spacey, are you not watching slash listening because of what people would think if you did, or you actually are bothered by listening or watching? It's a great question. It's the second part. Great question. It's the second part and a little of the first part. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd agree with that. Honestly, it's mostly the second part. It Which bothers, was it? Say it, it again. bothers me. It bothers you, yeah. And there's a little first part there, to be mm-hmm. honest. Sure. Yeah, you give a crap what other people think. Like, oh, you're listening to R. Kelly? Yeah. Ooh, did Ooh. you know? I don't know, oh, man. Chris Brown, you know he likes to hit. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got 10 of them. The top 10 songs that you love to sing along to in the car. And we'll start at the bottom here. Number 10. Well, I the, I the Tiger from Survivor. What songs people like to listen to in the car? So the best sing-along. car sing-along songs. Sing-along songs, yeah, yeah, Can yeah. we guess at some of these? Sure, if you'd like to. So I the Tiger, yes, that is a that's, great... That's number 10. Great song. Piano Man. Piano Man, that's another good one. Not uh, not on in the, the top 10, at least. Sorry. That's a shame. Journey, Don't Stop Believing. That's got to be on there. It is, okay. Sure is. Uh, ironically, uh, Jump from Van Halen. Wait, wait, wait. What, what number? <laughs> Number five on the list. Well done, Mr. Patrico. All right, what about, what'd you you say? I said jump, even though, you know, you're in your car. (laughs) Is that on there? That is not, sorry. Oh, really? How about... Darn it. Hotel California. Hotel California. No, sir, not in the top ten. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not in the top five, but it is number eight on the list. Well done. Number nine on the list. Band that hasn't been around for a very long time. I think there's two people left from the original band. Best sing-along song. British Invasion. The Who. Hey Jude. Hey Jude. Beatles. Okay. Number seven on the list. We play this band. They are no longer a band. The brothers in the band cannot get along. Oasis. Oasis. What song, though? Uh, Wonderwall. 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 Number six. You won't get it, so I'll just tell you, Gloria Gaynor, I will survive. Okay. Number five, we already got. Number four. Number four on the list. Respect. ABBA. Dancing Queen? Uh, Dancing Queen. That's number four. Number three on the list to me is more of a top five at Trivia Nights because you always have the music round. Dust in the Wind. We Are the World. Mm -mm. It's a single man. Elton John. I think on his birthday you give him the MFR. Oh, oh, is it Billy the Jewish Joel? Elvis? Yeah, I believe so. Sweet oh. Caroline. Sweet Caroline. The time never seems so good. So right. good. So good. I'll be honest with you. I don't love when people do that. Well, then that then you can don't, never listen never to the song go ever. To, oh, never yes, go to a trivia I can listen to it in my car In your car by yourself. <laughs> but you can't ever go to a trivia night where there's a music. I think you might be one of the few people happen. on the planet that don't like I'm, people. No, do that. I'm one of the one of the more honest people. On the <laughs> Besides the 300 people at trivia night that are going pa pa pa. 
Or the stadium's full of people. <laughs> I don't have do to it. love everything. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that you had to love it. Number two. Number two, Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer. Oh, oh yeah. This yeah. is a good sing-along song. This is we gotta hold on to what we've got. All right, so what's number one? I, I have a guess, but I know Cooper it's not Mellon's it. Again, camp. it's... <laughs> Again, it's easy because it's in front of me, but it seems like it's super obvious. Rock and roll all night. It is not. Just give it a genre. Rock. I see what it is. Okay. And it's true. So so we need hints. Are we going to get this? It's a long song. It's a long song. It's it's American Pie. Many, many many folds to it, yes. Many different parts. Oh, it's Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. It was literally a sing-along song in a movie. Birthdays. Crappy birthdays, Lady Gaga, 32. Vince Vaughn is 48. St. Louis's own Jaquan is 32. Uh, Kate Goslin, she is 43. Nick Frost, he's the uh, pudgier guy with him and Simon Pegg. They do all those like hot fuzz and Shaun of the Dead. He's 46. Salt of Salt and Pepper is 52. And today's Burton birthday of the day. If you need a rough talking larger lady to play a diner owner or a redneck mom, you call this woman. She was a pizza shop owner in Mr. Deeds and Berta on Two and a Half oh, Men. Yeah. Conchata Farrell is 75 years young. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is April Flowers. Today's birthday girl has been pounded more than a judge's gavel in 321 fine films, including Fast Times at Deep Crack High, Born for Porn, (laughs) The Apprentice, Puppeteer, Dead Men Don't Wear Rubbers, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Splish Splash. Oh, goodness. April Flowers oh, oh is man. 40 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Happy birthday, Riz. Hey, Riz. It's Ian back. It's your birthday, buddy. Just have the best one ever. Right, welcome back. Our phone number 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-3833. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z show. This, uh, this comment had me, had me laughing during the break. Talking about the Ronda Rousey interview with Mike Golick. Yeah. And he said something about time travel or... She thought it was about time travel. It was just a, a really crazy interaction. And Sean on Twitter says that Golik Rousey interaction is what it sounds like when two people at CTE talk. Makes sense. He's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, uh, he's not wrong. <laughs> you know, Mike Golik, a former pro football player, Ronda Rousey's been punched in the head a lot. Makes sense. Yeah. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. Join by March 31st and get free enrollment and no contract. All right, so back in November, maybe you've seen these things pop up in the city. Back in November, city workers put these giant concrete balls around the area to help slow down traffic, help slow cars down, help prevent crashes. 96 traffic balls in all. And they're causing some controversy, kids. The balls are causing controversy. Some people don't like them. 
Some of the traffic balls are cracking. Some of the balls are rolling into traffic. So you got Ward 6 Alderwoman, Christine Ingracia. Is that the one that was robbed not too long ago? Boy, that sounds uh, really yeah, yeah. familiar, yeah. Almost positive, yeah. Somebody stole her cell phone. Yeah, and then they used to find a, my iPhone after yeah, while it, she was yeah. sitting on her uh, her porch. So she met with some city leaders to discuss uh, to discuss the uh, uh, the balls, the traffic counts, crash numbers, speeding ticket totals, and f- get feedback from the area. And she says the balls are working, although some of the balls have been hit. And she said she would keep an eye on the program to see if the balls across the city would be permanent. <laughs> you can't help but giggle because I'm 12. And the older woman said that police have taken no reports. No reports from people who have run into the balls. And she assumes that whoever is running into them understands that, hey, it's their fault, and then I want to get the uh, cops involved. Now, as far as residents go, one person said that the balls really do slow people down. Another I imagine said, concrete balls would slow you down. Another said, yes, the balls are doing their job. But they also see problems with trailers and semi-trucks and and buses of kids getting around the balls. You know how difficult it is to deal with a semi and balls. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. it, especially in public like this, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can go home. Are you sending them home? You I'll, can I'll go home, dude. You can go home. <laughs> you I got go home. I'm such a child, and you did. That was perfect. Boy, this just plain sucks. A guy from Afton had his truck vandalized last Monday night, overnight. And a surveillance video shows somebody spray painting it. Is this this guy's work truck? I I don't know. I don't know if it's his work truck or if it's his, his, his everyday truck. It's a nice black truck. Mm-hmm, yeah. So on the door of the truck, whoever this vandal was spray painted a giant dong. On the window, they spray painted, I effed my daughter. And on the back of the truck, in big yellow letters, they spray painted, I touch little girls. And county police said that 11 cars in a half mile area were hit that night. Nobody's been caught yet. Wow. But damn, they did some damage. And I'm not sure if, if, if rainwater could wash this off. Because they did a number. And it's not, it's not like little letters, it's giant letters mm-hmm. and a giant dong. On, on the side of this guy's car. This isn't something where you have to walk up to see what it says. This is driving on the street. You see it. Oh, yeah. Which reminded me of that, uh, what, uh, American Vandals? Yeah, I was trying to American think Vandals on Netflix. I did not finish that. I, I got bored after a minute. I will tell you this, and, and Riz kind of convinced me on this. The ending is not great. The ending is not great. I think you said that, and that's why I was like, okay, well, I'm done. I, but I had I, to take it to the end. I like it. I think it's fantastic the way it was done. But the ending is not great. They should have ended it after maybe five episodes, not taking it to the eight. And uh, American Vandal's about a high school, a California high school, where somebody spray-painted dongs on faculty members' cars. So the so throughout the thing, you have to figure out who it was and through all accuse, these interviews. They and, accuse this one kid yeah. who's, you know, Jeff, a piece of crap. You know, he's a bad yeah. student. Right. Jeff, did you watch Making a Murderer? Yeah, a little bit of it. It's got that vibe, but yeah, a parody I of that. I yeah. watched this, this American Vandals, or yeah. what was it called again? American, American Vandals. Vandals. Yeah, yeah. 
I watched, unlike Moon, I didn't get through the whole thing. But it seemed to it. me, and if you watched it, and you, you may disagree with this, you may agree with me. So, so whoever did the show probably got an eight, eight show deal. And they but they didn't need bit. eight shows, yeah. right? Okay. So towards the end, they were making twists and turns where they didn't need to make twists and turns. There's a second season apparently in the works. It's something. To, it's something totally different. I love the idea. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be another like mo- like. Mockumentary investigative series. I love you know? the idea. I even read that it was a mockumentary, and those first couple episodes were so well done. I was like, "Wait a second, I, is this real?" I yeah. forget. Yeah, I, it was I totally very forgot. well done. Uh, Remington, you want to talk about the balls? Yeah, I just wanted to let you know that uh, I've got actually four large concrete balls that are in my neighborhood in the Grove, uh-huh. and it actually makes it a really, really difficult time for the fire department to bring their hoses down the street. Yeah, the hose and the balls. Yeah. I mean, because you really got to get around the balls to get the hose out. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's tough so, to have yeah, they, big old balls. You can't get to the hose. They've got to back their truck all the way in. It's like really, really difficult to get down the street. Yeah, and, and that's what the one person was saying. It's the trailers. It's the buses. It's the semis getting around those balls in the city. That just, it just, and you know what? The balls could, could make it dangerous. Yeah. Especially with the fire department. Absolutely. And you said some of them are yeah, breaking, you, or, breaking or cracking. Yeah, or whatever some of the balls well. are breaking. Who's breaking those balls? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those semis are real ball breakers. Mm, they really are. <laughs> I could do this all day. <laughs> He's calling with a legit concern with his neighborhood. And now we're He's doing like, oh, my house job. is on fire. And we're like, yeah, hoes and balls. <laughs> The, uh, the Alton Fire Department, speaking of uh, fires, offering a $1,000 reward for anyone that has info leading to an arrest in connection with fires that have happened around the area. So within two weeks, the fire department has responded to four separate fires at empty properties in Alton. All four locations, three houses, one warehouse, were not connected to utilities like electric and gas. And the four cases have all been deemed criminal or suspicious in nature. And the first two fires happened on March 11th, about a block apart at uh, 1125 Hampton and 1414 Fletcher in Alton. The next fire happened inside the old Lionheart Tool and Die Company uh, along Piazza on March 18th. And the fire chief said it looked like somebody broke in trying to steal copper and a wooden crate was set on fire inside the building. The fourth fire happened last Friday at 619 Brookside and a firefighter was hurt while responding. And if you have any info, call the Illinois Fire Marshal Arson Hotline or the Alton Police. I grew up with somebody that wound up being an arsonist, like went to jail for it. Like he was up the street. You know, he was in the neighborhood. He hung out with the neighborhood kids every once in a while, but he was a little bit older. And I think shortly before I moved out of my dad's house, which I was eight, 19 something like that he was busted for uh setting people's garages on fire like a handful of them before he got caught he would just set them on fire and just like was it just to watch it burn yeah yeah and he was was it to cause chaos no it was to watch it burn as far as i know i i haven't spoken with the guy since and this was a million years ago and i know he's bet out and better and i last heard he was living in springfield um, missouri but Mm. he would set them on fire and be right there in the neighborhood watching as the firefighters came and and to put out yeah, the fire. Yeah, I mean, the stuff. danger is obviously, you know, something on fire, a sure. big structure on fire, and yeah. there's the, you know, criminality of destroying property. It's also firefighters going in there with the potential of getting hurt. Yeah. yeah. 
That's a whole as one did. And it wasn't like this guy got burned or anything. It was he slipped and fell. Right. And hurt his back. But he wouldn't have slipped and fell and hurt his back if somebody wouldn't have done this. Of course. Uh, Police in Biscuta are asking for help finding a 59-year-old guy named Stephen Johnston. He is listed as a sexually violent predator, and he failed to register as a sex offender in Biscuta. And they say he's homeless. And he's been known to hang around the Mascuda area, the nearby areas. Mm-hmm. And cops warn anyone who sees him not to approach. If anybody sees him, call 911 wow. immediately. Well, that's terrifying. And uh, finally, in your local news, a former babysitter, his name, her name is uh, Kelly Schneeberger. She pleaded guilty to endangering the welfare of a child and will not do any jail time in connection with the death of a six-week-old boy. She took a deal. And she admitted to prosecutors that she fell on top of the baby at a house in Wentzville back in October of 2016. And she originally told police that another kid fell on the baby, causing him to hit the ground. And the baby died from blunt force trauma. And eventually she came clean. A judge sentenced her to two years probation. And she is prohibited from babysitting again. And obviously the parents of the, of the kid are not happy. Not bad. Well, you know who's going to be in court tonight? Bill Bush out in Creve Court to answer charges of uh, pushing that sixth grader. That's every, going to be every time to look you, out. every time you say that, it honestly like I have to prevent myself from chuckling. Just, I mean, a grown man fought a sixth grader. I mean, yeah. So like, I mean, get we'll out of here. on that tomorrow, but uh, that's all over the place today. Billy Bush to uh, head to court. In charges related to, <laughs> you know, beating up a sixty a, a sixth grade student mm. who he says, by the way, was bullying his kid. Right. Gotta have been witnesses, man. It's surveillance tape. There's surveillance tape, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. But that's the uh, that's the local news for you. Pseudo show. Hey, so think about some of these uh, limited run shirts we did. Last year we did the Rizfest shirts. You better bring it. The you better bring it shirt. We did the I support shirts. Well, I want to announce the new limited run shirt, and I think I think we're shooting for either either Friday or sometime next week. Shirts will be on sale just for two weeks, and that's it. And we pull them down, so get them while you can. And we'll, and we'll give you all the details. But the new Ray Show limited edition shirt will be a shirt that says, I shave for this. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the design, did, did I show you the design? Nope. Oh, I gotta show you this design. Yeah, that was me. I dig it. I gotta show you this design. It, it's still, you know, it's still a work in progress, but. There you go, Patrico. It's pretty awesome. We're gonna take away one of the razor blades. Really? I just want to see what it looks like. Yeah, I think I, like the two, I think two blades is is too much. <laughs> I, like I think that. it's weird with two, just because when you do shave, you don't use two. Yes. Although nobody but it fra- really it, don't? It, Although it frames the <laughs> eye shave for this nicely. I don't yeah, know. It does. We'll have it available in different colors. What do you think? 
I shave for this. I like it. Uh-huh. Which is quietly becoming a thing. It is. Much like the woo is becoming a thing in blues games. <laughs> so we'll give you the details. Classy, huh? Yeah. I shave for this. Hey, Facebook was uh, planning to unveil its new home speakers in May. And they're trying to follow Amazon and Google and Apple with their smart speakers. But, you know, uh, you know, Facebook's been taking some heat lately. They decided not to unveil these speakers in May with all the scandals swirling around the company over their users' data privacy. And the speakers, which have uh, digital assistant and video chat capabilities, are being th- put through a tougher review on data privacy issues. However, the speakers weren't expected to be available until the fall, and and Facebook still plans to launch them later this year, even though they're canceling the planned preview. And the company had already found in focus groups that people were concerned about having a Facebook speaker in their house because of how much personal data they collect about them. I mean, that's been the news the past couple weeks. Which, what did you guys think? I'm not a Facebook person. Did you think that everything you put on there was private? Not one bit. I mean, I, I've i been well aware of what Facebook does. How do you think they make their money? How did you think they made their money? I always thought this was a known thing. That Facebook has been selling. I guess I guess people didn't know. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, maybe I was just taking a guess. But now that it's out there. But Facebook, they sell your data to third parties. They sell your trends, what you look at, what you talk about. You know, they have these Facebook quizzes. Mm-hmm. What the hell do you think they do with that data? It's just to get those to know are just you. questionnaires. Think about BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed has you do these quizzes. You think they just keep that info for themselves? I don't know for a fact about BuzzFeed. I'm assuming they take that data and they use it and they sell it. In its simple in, in its simplest form, it's the same thing as if you go to Google and you type in hiking boots. The next time you're on the interwebs, there's going to be banner ads for hiking boots. You got it. But if you're taking these Facebook quizzes, where do you think your answers are going? And now Facebook is dealing with these revelations over the past couple of weeks that the data of 50 million users was taken without their knowledge and given to a company called Cambridge Analytica, which is a British-based data mining firm involved in the Trump campaign back in 20, uh, 2016. Facebook collected years of contact names and phone numbers, call links and info about texts from Android users too. I, w- I want to know, like when you sign up, when you sign up for Facebook, there's a long thing. Now, I've signed up for Facebook when I was in college still, and it was when you had to have a college email address mm-hmm. you know, before it was open to the public. I guarantee you, when you sign up and you go to that terms and conditions and you scroll down to the bottom to click accept, I want to know if there's anything in there that says, like, in very weird language, like, what you do here is ours. It probably does say it. Probably it probably so. does yeah. somewhere. Some sort of but legal the, speak. But at the same time, it's also weird that if that was the case, why don't they just go, here's why, guys. 
You said okay to all this. I mean, it's it's a shady practice. So you said they're still going with the speaker in the fall. They're just canceling the preview. Canceling the preview yeah, until the heat's off. I was going to say, it's probably not the best time to put a listening device when people are bummed that you're spying on them. You mean, you get what I'm saying, though, about mm-hmm. the, hey, man, you're filling out these quizzes and you're giving your info. And it should be more, it, it should be, would be more out and open. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's funny, like there's a lot of things where you can choose to sign in with Facebook and then it opens up the Facebook app on your phone and you click something that says, allow PayPal to access Facebook. Now, here's the thing. You click allow and it says in the bottom, this app will not post to Facebook, which is great. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you just have granted access for Facebook to look at your PayPal. You just gave them that access. And and PayPal to have all your friends' information and mm-hmm. yeah. photos if they need it. I mean, you're just using PayPal as an example. But any of the thousands of apps, that, you know, right. thousands well, of apps that attach to There's that. even like you know, unintended collateral damage as far as you open Facebook and now you have access or whoever it is has access to all your friends. Mm, yeah. I think that's part of the the question that pops up that Tone was talking about. Hey, can we have access to your contact? Yeah. Yeah. So now you're not only roping yourself, but you're roping Yeah, now me you got other people it. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you remember back in 2016, uh, a 10-year-old kid died on that crazy water slide in Kansas? Oh, my goodness. The, I, I didn't the remember. Newer one. I didn't remember until yeah. you brought it up. Well, the water park company, the co-owner and designer were charged with reckless second-degree murder yesterday. Oh, my goodness. Schlitterbahn Water Parks, the co-owner, Jeffrey Henry, and the uh, designer, John Shuley, face possible sentences of 9 to 41 years in prison if convicted on the murder charge. And they were also charged with 17 other felonies. Wow. And the story is 10-year-old Caleb Schwab died on something called the, uh, the Verrock, the world's tallest water slide. And it was at the company's uh, water park in Kansas City. The raft he was in went airborne and hit an overhead loop, decapitating him. And the corner of the park, this uh, Jeffrey Henry guy, accused of rushing construction on the ride. And the indictment says that he and the designer didn't have technical or engineering expertise in designing amusement park rides. So they rushed the construction. They're saying they also knew that this particular raft was not safe and in other tests, had gone airborne and off the track. So the park and its former operations manager were indicted last week on 20 felony charges, including involuntary manslaughter. Wow. And I know that water slide had been featured on TV shows, Mm -hmm. and it was a big deal. Oh, like in most extreme water slides or water yeah. parks or whatever. Oh, I I remember when you know when this story first came out, they were saying like this was supposed to be like the next thing. Like people would travel to this water park for this water slide. Yeah, I, you know I saw a picture of it, and if you look at a picture of it, that's a whole lot of nope for me. Well, my What's mother. What's it called again? It's at Schlitterbahn Water Park. Yeah. Okay. So I, I had known about this because my mother. You guys know my mom. <clears throat> little old yeah. mama moon no way mid 70s every year they go on a road trip her and her sister 
two different water parks. It's her favorite that thing. That your mom does? My mother is a water park fanatic. She knows, really? she can She can tell you every water park in this country, which ones are good, which ones are bad, which ones are overrated, the best spots, the times to go. So she, She's obsessed. Has she been to Schlitterbahn? She was planning on it. She's the one that told me about this before it even started construction. She's like, the world, it's going to be right across the state. This is going to be great. We got to go. I'm testing it out. She sent me a video when they first started construction. They did it like a drone video. That's when drones really yeah. started. And it was incredible. And she's like, this is so exciting. So, I mean, this happened probably within a year or so of my mother going mm. over there and doing that. Wow. Yeah, poor kid. Terrible. Boy, this is, this is my nightmare. On a, on a way lighter note, by the way. And this happened at 3 a.m. on Saturday morning at a sandwich shop in Missoula, Montana. An employee was arguing with a customer who, for some reason, dared her to spit into a pita sandwich she was preparing. So she does. And someone in the store filmed it. And now it's everywhere. And the employee was fired. The owner issued an apology. And the health department said the prep area was sanitized and all the food was thrown away. I think I saw this video making its way around the internet. Is this one where it says overnight worker loses it? Yeah, I mean, here's the audio. Do you want me to? Do it. I dare you. Wow. Venetia, Venetia. Yeah, come at me. Why don't you try me? Why don't you get out of here? I was nice to you. No, came into here. Girl. You were a yeah, obviously the nightmare is somebody spitting in my food and not knowing about it. Yep. But the customer did dare her to do it, and she I, did. I, so. I don't. I don't care. I don't care if you dare. I, I, wait, wait, wait. What working, about a double dog? <laughs> working in retail, I had people dare me to do ridiculous things. I had people dare me to do lesser things than this. You know, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I dare you. Come on, man. Like, I just, I'm going to have to ask Don't you dare later. me, because I'll do it. Don't call me chicken. <laughs> well, that's a crazy story out of New York. I'm sorry, this is New Jersey. Hoboken, New Jersey. Right across the river from uh, New York City. And the odds are you got that sweet, beautiful beer belly by eating gravy and drinking beer over the past couple of years. But once in a rare while, there could be a different reason. So there's a 63-year-old guy named Kevin Daly. He's from, as I said, Hoboken. And he thought he just had a big beer belly. But when he lost 34 pounds a couple of years ago, the beer belly didn't shrink. So he went to a doctor. And it turns out he had a 30-pound cancerous tumor oh, damn, in his abdomen oh that God. almost definitely would have killed him. And there's a picture of... This Kevin guy before with the beer belly just looks like a just like a normal older gentleman with a beer belly. There's a picture of him with the tumor cut out, looks like a thin guy, and then there's a picture of the doctor holding the tumor. Oh my god! Why didn't you read that faster? Wow! That's it. it looks like the doctor's holding a baby. A big. A big baby. A big sack of. Uh, Nickelodeon's gack. The doctor successfully removed the 30-pound cancerous tumor from his abdomen. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. It's so funny. I mean, it's not funny, but it's so crazy. Like, you would look at this guy, and you immediately would go, that dude loves Bush Light. You immediately would go, because well, it looks like 
a normal. He looks like a normal look. middle-aged guy, middle-aged older guy. Same Dad face and from, neck. Yeah, and from, from top of the head to to his solar plexus and his waist to his toes, he looks thin. He just has that beer belly. Oh, I'm sorry, that's not a beer belly. That's cancer. It's a cancerous tumor. So now they successfully removed it, and he's recovering. Good. Yeah, I mean, how bizarre. Is he's got. I mean, he's got thin arms. He's got. Uh, you yeah, know. and he lost. He tried to lose all this weight, and he lost 34 pounds. But like, I just can't get rid of the beer belly. It's a tumor. Wow. Uh, you still carry cash? Very rarely. Also very rarely. Do you still carry cash? Yeah, it's very rare. Only when I have to. I usually only carry cash when somebody gives me cash. Me too. Like if I'm like if I'm DJing a wedding and somebody tips me in cash. I don't remember the last time I went to an ATM and withdrew money. Mm, I can't remember either. Yeah, if somebody gives me I've cash, that, I basically yeah. go, oh, thank you for helping me pay for parking the next time I go to a Cardinals or Blues game. Because that's when you'll pull it out. Because that's the yeah. only time that I use cash. Yeah, or the babysitter. Pay the babysitter. Yeah. Babysitter. With cash. Sure. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Or yeah, like if I'm tipping somebody, I have to go get cash. I'll usually go to my wife, like, hey, you got cash? Yeah. That's the move. Cash isn't isn't quite dead yet, but it's definitely on the way out. Because according to a new survey, the majority of Americans do not carry cash anymore. Only 41% of people say they always have cash on them. And 25% say they never do. How much cash do you have on you right now? Hmm. Right now. Go in your pocket. Let me check. Two, three, four, four hundred dollars. No, I'm kidding. Nine dollars. <laughs> I have nine dollars. I think I, I would normally have about seven dollars. And right if now. you ask me next week, I'll have that same nine dollars still in my wallet. Oh. Thirty-eight bucks. Look at Mr. Rich guy Damn, over here. dude. Twenty bucks. Dude, I, can I, I borrow thirty-seven dollars? I couldn't tell you why I have this this amount of money. Is it bothering you? Can I you want me to hold it for it's you? It's probably <laughs> I probably had thirty-eight bucks in my wallet for about a month now. Like, yeah. The survey also found when people do have cash, they only carry around twenty-five bucks, which means they're still going to use credit cards for anything significant. Hmm. I used to work with a guy named Stan a million years ago, and every single Monday, I think it was, he would stop in an ATM and get $60 out for the week. My $60 out for the week for whatever. I don't know if it was for lunch or I don't know because he brought his he brought his lunch. It was just like walking around Monday for the week. Not that he would spend it all, but that's what he would do. Until a few years ago, probably I would say three, five years ago. My dad was the guy that when he got his paycheck on Friday, he would go to the bank, he would deposit some, and he would withdraw some, and that would be the money that he used. That would be his walking around money. Yeah. Because yep. I remember growing up, in they would have this little box that had like random things, and in that box was a envelope, a bank envelope that had their money in it. Hmm. Oh, yeah, a little sleeve. Man, I wanted to take some. I, that was, that was like. The bank envelope uh, industry is completely dead. They still <laughs> moved on to they do have something else. On. Okay. Yeah, they're not working in ATM receipts. I mean, you remember the early ATMs actually had a stack of envelopes yeah. that you would pull out and put your cash or your check in before you deposit. Absolutely. It? And uh, finally, in the news, the whole bullying issue has been a big topic for for about ten years now. But has that that awareness, all that awareness about bullying, has it actually produced any results? I would say some. Not a lot, but probably some. Apparently, the answer is yes. Hmm. 
The Department of Education recently released a new uh, released their new data from 2015 that wasn't available until now. And there's been a pretty huge drop in bullying since a similar survey they did back in 2007. Back then, 32% of kids between 12 and 18 said they'd been bullied or were currently being bullied. And by 2015, that number had fallen to 21%. So in less than 10 years, it dropped by more than a third. So I guess the awareness and the anti-bullying campaigns are working. Some more stats from that survey. Uh, Just over 4% of kids say they're bullied at school now, down from about 7%. In 2007, 7% of kids say they've been called a hateful word down from 10%. And kids are more likely to tell an adult if they're being bullied, 43%, compared to 36% back in 2007. I also think social media plays a huge part of this. That's what I was going to say. It's all over social media, and that's where kids are as well. Because, and, and And this is what I'm saying is the reason that the numbers are down a little bit is because back when we were in school, if somebody calls me a doo-doo head, or they they say whatever Which they want, you are. they yeah. say whatever they want. First of all, true. Yes, they say whatever <laughs> they want, and I go, I go, huh, and that's it. Now, if somebody says that, I could go online and I can go. Jeff said this about me, and I could even tag Jeff, and now Jeff is publicly called out for everybody and, to and see. Le- and let's double the effect of that is if you don't go to social media and you go to your parents, ninety percent of parents or whatever percent of parents will go to social media as well. Mm-hmm. My kid was. Bullied, what are we yeah. going to do about this? You know, so it's it's social media, and, man. And there's a lot more of being anonymous and reporting things as well, too. Before, if you got bullied and you wanted to report somebody, you yourself had to go to your teacher or your principal and say it. Now there are ways where you could send an email and say, hey, I witnessed this happen. Well, the uh, the Rizzuto uh, anti-bullying campaign was a roll of nickels <laughs> in your hand to make your hand heavier. <laughs> was, I'm sorry, roll of quarters. Yeah. That's the Dennis Rizzuto anti-bullying campaign. Here's a roll of quarters. Hit him as hard as you can. Okay, and, Dad. And it guys, worked. we, we it do works because you are right, a very Dad. soft gentleman. <laughs> we do not endorse that, guys. Right. That is not that is not <laughs> Listen, you have your way and we got our <laughs> you, way. You personally can endorse that. I want nothing to do we with that. Way. I'm taking three steps back. All right, that's your news brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts America Runs on Dunkin'. It's the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. I'm just reading this on Fox 2's website. I never heard of this. A myth involving 911 calls and pizza is making the rounds on social media. And police want you to stop. Police want to, police want to stop you from making a mistake. So the rumor, I never heard of this. The rumor is that you could call 911 and ask for a pepperoni pizza and dispatchers will know you actually need help. Okay, you want to know where this started? This started a few years back, and I don't know if you remember this, but somebody, I think either on their phone or they called Pizza Hut. Do you remember this story? And like in the comments or something, they put 911. I, I don't know oh, if yeah. I heard of that. Do you remember this story? We, we talked, talked about, about it. it. Like, we talked about it. Like, yeah, pizza delivery place. Yeah, I remember. I'll totally yeah. remember Temporary that. Pizza yeah. is secret code for send help. Well, no, that, that's not. That's, well, this, this that's story, what it turned into. That's what it turned into. That's what it turned yes, into. Yes. Yeah, because this story was somebody was being like held captive, or was like they were somebody broke into their house and they were hiding. So they went to the pizza app, 
and they ordered a pizza, uh, and in the yes. comments they put, I'm being robbed, help, or 911. Oh, kidnapped. Or something like that. Yes, okay, it was a kidnapping video. Yeah, and and, and I think that's where okay, the, That's not true. It's kind of intertwined into evolving to this. It, but the police want you to know, uh, pepperoni pizza is not code for send help. So if you're called, just say send help. Just say send help. I mean, and if they brought a pizza with them, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, be opposed to that. Yeah. Well, you heard about the thing with nine women they tell you to do as far as um, when you call. Like one of the first things that they want you to do is like literally nine one one. What's your emergency? And they say they want you to be like, "Hey, I'm at one two three Main Street." Because if you say the address like right away, they immediately send somebody there. Ah. Before like anything going, else comes hey, out. Hey, somebody broke into my house and I got this going on and this going on. Hmm. They say like, hey, if you go, hey, I have an emergency. I'm at 123 Main Street and then go into your emergency. They've already typed in the address and it's already being sent yes. to the necessary people. Yes. So at least the cops are on the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that a life hack? That's a life hack. Yeah. There's some cool life hacks out you there. You sent me a list of life hacks. Yeah. The other day. We'll go over those later. Okay. I love those life hacks. Uh, Patrico's got sports here in a second. You know, with uh, with the baseball season starting up. When's opening day? Thursday. T- well, tomorrow. T- tomorrow's oh, the I mean, season the opener, Sorry, not the yeah. home opener. Sorry. But yeah, t- tomorrow. Tomorrow, the season starts. And there's a website called Consequence of Sound, which is pretty web- a pretty big website. Mm-hmm. They uh, They came out with their picks of the top 10 baseball films. Of all time. Okay. Top 10 baseball films of all time. Let's see how you guys do. Can you pick all 10? I th- There's going to be two on here that you'll never get. So I'll just tell you. Number 10 is the movie called The Bingo Long Traveling All-Stars and Motor Kings. Yeah, oh, that's one of my faves. I know that one. Do you know that one? I have no idea. Yeah, is, is that uh, uh, Richard Pryor? Or who is that? There's Billy the- D. Williams, James Earl Jones. They're two Negro League stars. This yeah. is from the 70s, 1976. Yeah. I, I've heard of it, yeah. Who break their slave-like contracts with their teams to form their own barnstorming outfit. So that's the Bingo Long Traveling All-Stars and Motor Kings. That's number 10. And you'd probably never get uh, number four, which is 1942's The Pride of the Yankees. Okay. Which is Gary Cooper playing uh, Lou Gehrig. So obviously Bull Durham's on the list. Bull Durham is number three on the list. Well done. Thank you. Number three, Bull Durham. All right. I wrote down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I wrote down ten of them. So do you want me to go down this list? God, just just shoot some Sandlot. out. Sandlot. Sandlot is number six. Yeah. Right. The natural. The natural is I got snubbed in the other one. Yeah. Not in the top ten. Wow. Aye, aye, aye. 42. Wow. Uh, but there is another... 61. 61 is. Six, did you guys say 61? It's fantastic. Yeah. I loved it. No. It's, uh, it's, it's an HBO movie. It's uh, actually done by uh, Billy Crystal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He directed this HBO movie about Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle's race to beat Babe Ruth's single-season home run record. It's Barry Pepper as uh, Mickey Mantle. Mm-hmm. It's in- incredible. And who plays... No, Barry Pepper is Roger Maris. Yeah. Who plays Mickey Mantle? Somebody um, good, too. Mm-hmm. That was a really good movie, 61. All right, that's number eight. Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams, Field that's Dreams. number one. Okay. Yeah. That's number one. <clears throat> that makes sense. Best 
Thomas Jane. Films Thomas Jane of is all Mickey time. Mantle. Yeah, he's good. Yep. Bad News Bears. Did that make that last list? No, it did not. No, no. not. It's made this list at number nine. Eight Men Out. The 1976 version. I, I, I put old. <laughs> mm. uh, eight Men Out. Nope. Wow. What about the Charlie Sheen t- uh, baseball oh, Major, Major League? Major League's number yeah. two. You're missing number five and number seven. Rookie of the Year. Okay, for sure that's got to be on their League of Their Own. Number seven. And then I know this one isn't on there. I put Le- uh, Little Big League. <laughs> yeah. My favorite. <laughs> what about the Richard Pryor movie where he has a baseball team? No. Are we? Miss- is this an obvious one? Is this that Tom Selleck movie? 20. I was thinking of that one, too. Oh, man, Mr. Mr. Baseball. Mr. Baseball. Oh, the best. <laughs> and Mr. 3000. Mr. 3000 was... Yeah. Uh, oh, that was good, too. Bernie Mac. I think oh. I just like baseball movies. What about uh, League of Their Own? We already said that. Oh, you seven. did. Okay. Fever so, Pitch. Right, though. Fever Pitch. I like that movie, too. This one came out in 2011. 2011? Oh, a Moneyball. You got it. Ah. Damn. Right there with that one. Thanks, man. Thank what you. about A League of Their Own? You got it. <laughs> All right. So it's Field of Dreams, Major League, Bull Durham, Pride of the Yankees, Moneyball, Sandlot, A League of Their Own, 61, Bad News Bears, and the Bingo Long Traveling All-Stars and Motorcade. And at number 11, uh, Air Bud, seventh inning stretch. Air Bud played baseball too? I don't know. Someone what has in the Air chat Bud not like, done? Pickle Nick just said that in the chat room. Huh. Air Bud, rookie basketball of the year. and baseball. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show, sports. There was a stretch where Air Bud did everything. I think he also did curling. Really is a great dog. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Last night, the Blues took on the San Jose Sharks, who were riding a nine-game win streak. Let's not forget that the Blues were riding a pretty impressive win streak themselves, five in a row. And after goals from Oscar Sundquist, which, by the way, first goal is a blue, mm-hmm. second goal of his career, two years apart. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so they're and, not going to guard him for a year and a half, probably, yeah. right? To the day? And, guard and Not to the day, but close. Uh, and Vladimir Tarasenko, he scored as well. The game was tied at two, heading into overtime. And in the overtime period, Tarasenko answered. He wins it. Sabuk on the backhand to Tarasenko. He scores! Bring out the Zamboni! The Blues have won six in a row. They listen. It's a bloodbath. <laughs> and you can safely bring out the Zamboni. Now imagining him, like you know, dodging groups of players, going, "Guys, guys, come on! I, I got a job to do here." So, Curve, so I'm gonna bring out the Zamboni. Here I am. Hey man, if he didn't see that pass from Saboka, too, damn. Yeah, it was incredible. What a great pass. And so the Blues are now they with that win they jumped up to the first wild card spot ahead of Anaheim. Uh, Colorado is uh, a game behind the two. Next up for the Blues, a game Friday. They take on the Golden Knights in Vegas. Riz, do you have any guys advice or every game's important? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And we'd have we'll talk to Carter Hutton a little later on, and I'm going to tell him, dude, every game's important. Now that's why he's calling to get advice. What's going to happen? I mean. What are some keys to the to the game on Friday? How can the Blues win against the Vegas Golden Knights? Well, they got to get more pucks in the goal and keep pucks out of their goal. Yep. Yeah. So it's in theirs and out of ours. Uh-huh. That's okay. I mean, and it's the, the blue line. Running, guys, right? you heard line. it here first. I know. <laughs> I know. Sharpen those skates, guys, because <laughs> they need to be sharp. <laughs> All right. So uh, spring for training good, for good skating. <laughs>
Do you want to address the uh, the the woo? You know, the, the crowd seemed to be wooing a lot last night. Yeah. There, there were woos. I heard it on last TV, night. and somebody asked Mike Yo, head coach of the St. Louis Blues, what he thought of the woos. Did he like the woos? Did he not like the woos? I'm, I'm talking about the Ric Flair woo. Is he wooing on the bench during the game? Here he is. Wooing on the bench. <laughs> what, wooing? What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I'll let everybody else do that. Yeah, I do it. I do it when I get back in my office after an overtime win. Are you okay with that becoming a thing here? Heck yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I woo my while making love. Mm. Oh right. I think the other person. The that. other person is supposed to woo as well. Just so you know. We both woo at the same time. Uh-huh. Damn. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's that's that magic. Is the best right there. <laughs> at the same time. Did you woo? Yeah, I did too. <laughs> oh boy. I wooed twice the other day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> multi wooer. Wow. I'm gonna. You know what? You know what's gonna happen. I'm going to go home and woo and then take a nap. <laughs> Good for you, man. I'm happy for you. All right. So, spring training officially over for the St. Louis Cardinals. Team finished things up in Montreal yesterday and now prepare for their season opener against uh. the Mets in New York. Here is the projected lineup for tomorrow's game. And this is the this is the batting order as well. Dexter Fowler. Mm-hmm. He'll be playing right field. Tommy Pham playing a little center field. Matt Carpenter at first base. Marcelo Zuna in left. Yadier Molina catching. Paul DeYoung playing shortstop. Jed Jerko at third. Colton Wong at second. And Carlos Martinez gets the is, start. Uh, did Mookie Wilson make the team? He is. I'm, he I'm was be- option. I believe that is not what happened. <laughs> Another person that will be on the team in New York is their number seven prospect pitcher, Jordan Hicks. Interesting story here. He was the first player cut from camp. He was sent to the Grapefruit League very early. And now it's unknown if it was a test or if he just shined down there, but the team invited him back to spring training, and he did so well that he earned a spot on the opening day so roster. Funny. Whenever I hear Grapefruit Dang. League, I picture all the players just sitting around with a bowl, with like a bowl, one bowl, and like pouring a little sugar on top of the grapefruit. With the <laughs> Yeah, with a specific grapefruit spoon. Yeah. Sure can't wait for opening day, guys. What about you? <laughs> First this pitch. This league grapefruit. is yummy. And this guy, this is the guy you're talking about apparently throws gas, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, like 100 plus. That's yep. hard to hit. F- First pitch really tomorrow is. scheduled for 1210. <laughs> uh, the NFL has simplified the catch no rule. flames. Remember we talked about this earlier. They were they were uh, bringing it to ma- to owners about the catch rule to uh, simplify it. Well, they have voted on it, and it is good to go. There will be three elements defining a catch. A receiver must control the ball, establish himself in bounds, and perform a football move such as taking a third step or lunging with the ball in hand. Okay. A football move. So I score a touchdown, I'm going to go over and punt it. Yep. The, <laughs> the owners also approve a rewrite of the helmet rule, making it a 15-yard penalty for a player to lower his head to initiate a hit with his helmet. So that is now a 15-minute penalty. Uh, ESPN 15 did, minute penalty? 15, 15 yards. Oh, 15 yards. Okay. <laughs> 15 what a great minutes, idea. The team has to get off for, the field. Yeah, you get can't play for 15, 15 minutes. minutes. <laughs> uh, ESPN did an in-game interview with Red Sox outfielder Mookie Betts. This week he did a spring training game during the Cubs, so they mic'd him up and put him in the outfield. Okay. I thought he was on the Allman Brothers. He's got a sentence for a name. That's Dickie Betts. <laughs> Mookie Betts, it is a sentence. They actually they put a mic related. on him while he was playing out there, and then while they were interviewing him, someone hit a ball over his head, and this is awesome. Check this out. You didn't just drop the mic and walk off knowing that this is a strike and I'm done. I wanted to, but um, <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, it's etiquette, you know, right. bowling etiquette. You can't. Yeah. 
Uh-oh. There you go. I, I, I ain't getting this one, boys. <laughs> Get on your horse. That was the cutoff. Hilarious. That's funny. And, uh, so he's being interviewed while he's on the field. Yeah. Uh, yep. Spring training. Anything yeah, goes. Uh, and finally here, we got a little bit more about Albert Bell. Remember, we were trying to figure out what happened with his DUI, extreme DUI, and his indecent exposure charges. Yeah, oh, well, now we have a photo. Albert Bell with his pants, not down to his ankles, but around the thighs, and he is going potty outside of his car. Now, one witness says that a lady that had two kids yelled at him and said, Hey, I can see your butt. That's not right. And he said, Don't look then. If you got to go, you got to go. Now, another witness says that Albert then turned around and gave a little shake towards the kids. Uh. That's in the probable cause statement. However, another witness says that never happened. So there was no shake? One witness says shake. The other one says no shake. <laughs> it's so funny because in the actual police report, it says police investigated and found two urine puddles next to the car. That's him and his buddy who got arrested. Huh. Wow. The picture is ridiculous, though. You got to check it out. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. There is Uno Show. Headline Hoosh. All right, here we go. Today's headline Hoosh story comes to us from Billings, Montana. Well, last Monday morning around 9 a.m., cops were called to a place called Grow World, where they found 37-year-old Lisa Christine Walter. Three first names. Sure is. Across genders, too. Crazy. Lisa Christine Walter. She was drinking from a measuring glass with her super sweet blue Honda Civic driven partially through the front doors of the place. And Grow World is a uh, pot-growing supply shop, just so you know. All ten of the front windows of the place had been broken. There was a baseball bat sticking out of the rear passenger side window, a sledgehammer sitting on the front seat, and a bottle of Jack Daniels in the back car, in the back seat of the car. Here's what happened. Lisa drank half the bottle of Jack and drove to Grow World because she was out of pot. She called. Uh, she told cops that she had a medical marijuana card and had driven to Billings because she'd run out. Grow World was her provider. When she found the place was closed, she got pissed, so she drove her car right through the front okay. door to, quote, teach him a lesson. You got it. I hope she was getting into code. Yikes. And then broke more windows with the bat sledgehammer. A breath test showed she had been, well, she had been drinking quite a while. She had a blood alcohol level of 0.13%. She was arrested on a felony criminal mischief charge and aggravated DUI. Quoted is also saying, can I park here? <laughs> so, from Billings, Montana, 37-year-old Lisa Christine Walter, you are today's Headline Hooge. Real quick, before sports, we talked about the 911 and the pizza thing. Yes. I just looked it up, and just a little bit of clarification. It was somebody that was being held captive, and they called 911. They didn't call a pizza place. They called 911, and they said they convinced the kidnapper that they were hungry and they needed to eat pizza. Right. And they said, hi, I'd like to order a pepperoni pizza. My address is this. Yeah. And then the 911 right. operator picked up we on it. talk about that. So that, okay. that's the story. Did she ever get her pizza, do we know? She got rescued. Yeah. She got
Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Hey, don't forget, this coming Friday, we have uh, from Broken Lizard, from Super Troopers, come to me, Super Troopers 2, Jay Chandrasekhar. You got yeah. it! Yeah. I mean, we think so. Chandra, tra- tra- oh, Chandra, don't run into Chandra Sinkar. Chandra Sinkar. I think if you say it like that, he's gonna go, "Wow, damn, you're pretty close." <laughs> yeah. If not it, he's gonna go, "Wow, I you're just pretty wanna, close." I just want to have, a, just make a good attempt. Mm-hmm. I think with that kind of last name, you get like, if there's a good effort, you're it, okay. yeah. It's not Jones. You know, like, if you get a good effort, he'll be okay. Again, won't be the first one to butcher it if you do. Yeah. After you. Uh, Nail his last name. You got to ask him about his middle name. I will. Just remind me. And I bet you, I bet you, there's probably out of 10 interviews, nine of them, the guy goes, all right, we're joined live right now with Jay from Broken Lizard. Hey, Jay. That's the way I, I normally would handle yeah. it, but I'm challenging myself. <laughs> Good for you. Make yourself better. I'm going to challenge myself. Good, man. I'm not one to back down. You know that. I'm always up for a good challenge. So Jay Chandrasekhar here on Friday. From a Broken Lizard, we'll talk about Super Troopers 2, which will be coming out in uh, in April. So, Patrico's got your headline goo here in a second. But first, and you found this uh, earlier this week for me, mm-hmm. and I love these. Life hacks to help you level up in the real world. Pay attention. Some of these are wonderful. People are more likely to return a lost wallet if there is a baby picture inside. If you're drunk and you have the urge to vomit, try taking short, rapid breaths to help the urge go away. I've done that multiple times. <laughs> See, I'm the guy, if I feel like I'm going to throw up, I, I want to throw up because therefore the feeling goes away. Yeah. You know, most. Of I the mean, time. if you're in a place where you can't throw up. I was going to say, up. I think this is like on the car ride home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's me taking short, rapid breaths. <laughs> hey, if you want to find a job after college, Make friends with a lot of people in your field who will be graduating a year or two ahead of you. That's a great idea. What a great idea that is. Always buy the first round of beers or the first pitcher. You'll be shocked with how long you could drink on. I bought the first one. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. If you're buying a new stereo or headphones, test them out with Bohemian Rhapsody. It has the full range of highs and lows in instruments and in vocals. Plus, you know what it sounds like to you. You know, it's a song that you've heard a thousand times. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, the the car stereo and car speakers, uh, the test was the uh, Genesis song. Oh, in the air tonight. Yeah, that was the one where you tested your speakers. Except for you had to wait three minutes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, hell, that's got a kick. Or uh, and even back then, I was calling it the dun 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 song. Put your home phone number in your cell phone's contact list under owner. That way, if an honest person finds it, they could easily contact you to return it. Oh, you got to try this out. Have Moon do it right now. I type out a full word, whatever it is, on your laptop there on your laptop okay go to microsoft word can i just do it in like google or something yeah i think so it works everywhere work in google yeah i think it works everywhere okay so type in a word just tell me tell me the word i put in mountain okay mountain 
Now go to the end of the word at the end. Okay. And let's say you want to erase it. You normally just hit backspace a couple times, right? The amount of letters it is to erase the word. Instead of hitting backspace multiple times to erase misspelled words, hit control plus backspace to delete the entire word. Well, look at that. Unbelievable. That's a game changer. I, pr- I feel like I've probably accidentally done that a few times, and now it's <laughs> yeah. just all the mystery. So if you want to erase a word in a document on the computer, instead of hitting backspace multiple times to erase it, control backspace deletes the entire word. Wait, wait. Control backspace. Oh, it did just that word. Okay, now wait. What if I hit that and then space and then control? Oh, still does the word. Wow, that's remarkable. Yep. Just the word. Amazing, huh? Mm-hmm. It's it's awesome. If for anything, that fact right there, you could just you you just you leveled had a up. Good day. You just leveled <laughs> you up. Leveled up. <laughs> for most automatic car washes, the basic watch the basic wash is exactly the same as the deluxe. Those colored soaps that come with the deluxe wash and sometimes smell like a bubble gum, just gimmicks to get you to spend more money. When you have to call 911, and we mentioned this before, the very first thing you should say is your address. When you do that, they immediately send the police towards that direction. If you ever have something in your eye, dunk your face in water and open your eyes under it. The irritating things should come right out. Hmm. If you toss in a bar of scented soap with your dirty laundry when you travel, It'll make the washing experience at home a little less smelly when you open up your suitcase. Oh, in the dirty laundry. In the dirty laundry, not into the wash. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, uh, sounds bubbly. And if you drop an earring or small screw, turn off the lights and search with a flashlight. It should shine brightly when you scan over it. Huh. And kind of stick out. Or just walk around aimlessly and wait until you stab your foot. Or you could do that. There's that one. Guys, you just leveled up. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, a quick question for you guys before yeah, we uh, get moving here. You, everything Next segment. You Anybody here want it? to uh, go ahead? Yeah! What's going on in the news today? Yeah! All right, Patrico's got your headline goo. Brought to you by 18 North Central, where Call of Duty comes to life. Pamela Anderson is refusing to talk about her son's fight with Tommy Lee. Though, to be fair, the fact she's being tight-lipped probably has something to do with all the Botox. Yeah! In England, a statue of David Bowie was vandalized just 48 hours after it was unveiled. Police aren't sure who did it, but their best guess is it was done by a rebel rebel. Uh, For the first time in seven years on Sunday, 60 Minutes had higher ratings among viewers under 50 than The Walking Dead. Which is ironic because most of the viewers of 60 Minutes are The Walking Dead. It was 152 years ago this week that Andrew Rankin received a patent for the urinal. Also, 152 years ago this week, the phrase, if you shake it more than twice, you're playing with it, with it was first uttered. The snow in parts of Europe turned orange due to a sandstorm thousands of miles away in the Sahara Desert. Meanwhile, snow in parts of Iowa turned orange due to the storm of Cheeto dust in Mississippi. And finally, Amazon tops a new list of the most desirable places to work. So better luck next time, Chinese iPhone factory. Tiny hands, tiny hands, and they're making those phones. Poor kids. All right, we're done.
Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Uh, Mr. Moon Man is our guest on the phone. He is indeed, yes. Well, let's do this. Holy puck! It's hockey with Hutton. Hey, here he is, Mr. Carter Hutton. Hey! Hey! You in your car? I am. I'm just getting to the practice arena. Oh, I thought you were driving here. My mistake. <laughs> oh. oh, hello. You didn't think that at all. No, no. How are you feeling? Good, good. Good enough. I'm back. So. Yeah, you're, you're back, and you were on the uh, disabled list for, you know, for a little while. Yeah, and, uh, with, yeah, with a, yeah I was disabled. With, with a neck injury. Now, what, can you tell us what happened? Uh, well, I... Uh, I don't, they didn't, they kind of didn't really want to talk about it, I guess, so, I don't know, I guess right now it's easy just for me, I was hurt, and, and now I'm back, I don't know, I don't really, uh, management didn't want to talk about it, so I don't think it's my no, call I, I get it. I, know, exactly I, I, get what it. Happened. I get it, you could have made up something cool like a knife fight, or, <laughs> you know, you were saving yeah. a cat from a tree, or something. I hate cats, allergic to them. If it was me a too. dog, I'd save it, not a cat. I'm go. allergic just to it. Isn't today National Cat Day? Uh, hey, I hate yeah. this day. Hey, Somebody hey, looked this that day. up. He said, I hate, yeah, I hate this, this day. day. <laughs> I hate this day. I'm turning today this is the worst. truck around Sticks, is today home. National Cat Day? No. What's today? It has something to do with cats. National people who hate cats The day. other day was National Puppy Day. Yeah, that's my kind of thing. It's every day. Today is National Respect Your Cat Day. Oh, okay. I know respect You respect them. your cat. <laughs> Today is National Respect Your Cat Day? If I had a what cat on National Respect Your Cat Day, I'd walk in the house, I'd go, shut up! <laughs> no, you gotta fist bump your cat and go respect. <laughs> tell him, what respect. a dumb thing to celebrate. I know. I didn't get you anything. Is it alright that I'm not a dog guy, Carter? Is that alright? No, that's okay. I just don't like you, but that's fine. No, oh. and here's the thing, and that's, and that's fine. Yes. I'm just open and honest about it. Because I feel like a lot no, of No, that's okay. At least you're honest about it. You don't like fake it. You know, that's the worst when people come over and I got, I got a big dog and they pretend like they're, oh, I don't mind dogs and they just hate them the whole time. It's like, you can just tell me. Yeah. I'll keep them away from you. I feel like, I feel like I, I'm, I'm freer now that I admit that I'm not a dog lover. Yeah, a lot of weight off your shoulders, I bet. Yeah, a lot of pretending, and I don't have to do that anymore. Which is, <laughs> you can be the real you now, Riz. I really, yeah, feel like you that. really can. I'm like, wow, I feel like a burden's been lifted. I'm like, I hate your dog, and I hate every other dog. So now we move it to humans. Now just tell everybody you hate humans. Too. And when my little daughter you know, runs up and says, "Dad, can we get a dog?" I say, "No, you know, Daddy hates dogs." <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dog you got, this Carter? Is a true story. Uh, he's a. Uh... Malmute Shepherd Husky. We did like that DNA test. He's just a rescue. We we got him up from a reserve in northern Canada. So he looks like a German Shepherd, but he's like big and furry. He's not like a typical German Shepherd. Shepherds are just the best home security out there, aren't they? Yeah, I got I got some stuff on my Insta, a couple Instagrams of him on there online. But uh, yeah, he's awesome. He's the best. Or ADT, do like a you know Jeff just said a best home security. Now I would think ADT. No, actually, uh, it's know, not. The, <laughs> no, that's what they, they say. The best, the best security is a dog. So uh, that's what I tell my I, wife every I, time she's well, gone. I have sensors on the doors and some some security cameras. I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> I got a German Shepherd looking out the window can at you. Can your German Shepherd call the police? Absolutely. <laughs> my alarm <Yeah>. system <laughs> Hey, I want to brag on you a little bit. Um, we're talking to Carter Hutton. And I guess you're up for the uh, Bill uh, Masterton Memorial Trophy. I am, yeah. I got nominated by, I believe, the writers, like the media, for the 
St. Louis area nominated me. So, yeah, it's obviously a nice honor. This is is for you. That's really cool. If you don't know what this is. We brought all these people in to clap just for you. (laughs) So so the Bill Masterton Memorial Trophy presented by the Professional Hockey Writers Association, the NHL player who shows perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to the game. That's this guy on the phone, Carter Hutton. That is so great, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's obviously an honor. It's something that... uh, I got nominated one time in Nashville too, so it's it's some you know I think it's something that obviously is you know I don't really worry about winning awards too much, but it's one that's pretty cool just to be nominated for that people look at you in that light. So I'm more worried about trying to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, but, I know. You know of it's obviously a great honor. Now, this is nice. This is the last trophy you need, but because you've got a Tony and you got an uh, Emmy, uh-huh. <laughs> you have an Oscar and a Grammy. All you need is this no, one, right? He's got, he's, got a, uh, he's got a People's Choice Award. <laughs> And a Juno. He's got, well, you know, it's People's Choice Awards. You know, my favorite awards. <laughs> That's true. Because the people get to choose. So who are you up against? Uh, so everyone gets nominated from, uh, they nominate one person from every team. Um, oh, okay. So it's just uh, like the whole league gets one guy kind of thing, each team. So I, I believe who will win it is going to be Brian Boyle from the New Jersey Devils. He had cancer. Not if I could help. And then ended up oh. coming back from cancer, so. I, I maybe they just maybe I'm just nominated for this just dealing with the show all year. You know, I think that might be part <laughs> of it. That could be. <laughs> yeah, you know what Brian Boyle's story is is a great story. I think yeah, a, I would uh, assume he would win. I think a couple other nominees are uh, former blues. I think there's like four or five former blues. Huh. If I yeah, I think they said that. Yeah. Yeah, that Brian Boyle I know story they, is, is great. Yeah, I know the top three get to go to Vegas for the award show. So we're just, we're just, we're banking on top three here. You know, we got to push the needle here. We'll take that. I mean, you've had a great season so far, according to uh, the press release, the the blues put out and we, and we verified the numbers right before it came on. I mean, you are the, uh, the guy leading the league in goals against and a, and save percentage too. Yeah. I guess if you're going to keep track of it, it's good to be at the top. So, uh, It's going well so far, and we still got a lot of hockey here to go seven games and then playoffs. And how about six wins in a row? I mean, just we're finishing strong, which is fantastic. Now uh, in the first wild card spot. And how did it feel last night? How did it feel last night after that Tarasenko goal in overtime? I mean, my God. It was unreal. What a feeling. uh, We... uh, I just the crowd was absolutely nuts last night too. It was you could just feel the energy. You just knew we weren't going to lose that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I think if you're at the game or you could even I don't know if it displays it on TV, but you you just knew we weren't going to lose. And uh, it was actually too funny. So we have I've had this conversation with our goalie coach. If if the other team ices the puck in overtime when they're tired, we've talked about playing the puck as a goalie. Like so, if we leave the crease, they wave off the icing. Right. Um, and just to keep them pinned on the ice, so we would grab the puck, pass it back up, and keep, stay on them. So on the icing, I, w- I was sitting there with Chris Thorber, and he doesn't really get any time in overtime. And hmm. and I say to him, I say, oh, I'm like, we talked about playing the ice. Jake didn't play the icing. I'm like, you know, now we have a face-off. And I was saying that now it's a 50-50 puck instead of us keeping possession of the puck. Right. Right. And uh, and right as I say that, we have the face-off. He's like, that's a good point. He should have played Like, we should have played it or whatever. And next thing you know, we win the draw and we score. And then right. we're on the ice skating around celebrating. I'm like, never touch the icing. <laughs> <laughs> I told we're you, like, do exactly that. <laughs> well, it makes total sense. Never, yeah, you want to ne- keep that tire team listen, on the ice. Never listen to what I say. Never listen to what I say. <laughs> well, opposite day. The, uh, the celebration looked awesome. Everybody's, you know, everybody's all pumped up. You know, now you're in the in the uh, first wild card position. Now, another another thing that's been, you know, the talk of the town as far as the Blues go, the Woos. 
the Ric Flair woos. Can you guys hear yeah. it on the bench? Oh, yeah. Well, and last night they had a video. So we did our photo. We did our team photo the other day, and they they grabbed a few guys and got them by the bench to just do a woo yeah, on yeah. camera. Yeah, the Ric Flair woo. Uh, is... Yeah, and last night they were, last night they were showing them on the jumbotron, and like it broke out last night four or five times randomly during the game. I was loving it because <laughs> Patrico, Patrico had talked. We had talked about it a bit, but I. When I'm not playing, I'm usually just in the room, like working out and kind of watching the game on TV. Yeah. So I, you don't really get the feel of it. So last night I heard it, I was loving it. So that's great. <laughs> and uh, your head coach, you know, was asked about it during the the, the post game press conference, and uh, he's into it too. Did you hear his press conference? No, I I try not to listen to those. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. Just listen to this. Hopefully you hear this. Hang on. Wooing on the bench. <laughs> what, wooing? What? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, I'll let everybody else do that. Yeah, I do it. I do it. When I get back in my office after an overtime win. Are you okay with that becoming a thing here? Heck yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah, he wooed. He Mike Yo wooed on the way out. Nice. You good? I don't. Know, it seems that's like, awesome. It seems to be good luck these past couple, a couple games. So two and zero with the woo, right? Yeah. Two and zero with the woo. Yeah. I think we should keep Woo's going. working. Our next game working. in Vegas on yep. Friday. Yeah, uh, Friday. A hot take from uh, from Riz here. Get more goals than the other team. Okay. And keep yeah. the puck out of your net if uh, that's uh, at all a possibility. Okay, I can I can do that. I can pass this along. I, I'll write it on the board. No. We have a dry erase board. <laughs> I, I got to have your... There's one area in the dressing room where I just have Riz quotes, but we keep them Good. there. We don't touch them. You, you, can, put that one in, you can put that one in Sharpie. Yeah, well, heard, yeah, yeah that one's staying on. That from, what staying I, on. I, from what I understand, it's one of my quotes above you know, the locker room door, and when you guys are hitting the ice, you know, you hit it. Everybody punches it yeah. you know, before they hit the ice. Yeah, it just it says more good. goals than the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Play like a Riz today. Yeah. Right, well, good luck on Friday, and good luck for the rest of the season. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. I'm Mr. Carter. Everybody. Everybody. Nice guy, huh? Yeah, it's the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Proval cheese. Law enforcement is uh, taking this Coachella thing this year very, very seriously from a security standpoint. So if you're going to be going, the possibility of a Vegas-like massacre thing happening. They are, you know, that's top of, of mind, obviously. The security of the attendees. Radical steps. Right. Yeah. So if God forbid something's going to happen, hopefully their first responders are going to be ready. They're going to have all kinds of tourniquets and all kinds of other medical equipment there to prevent massive blood loss. So, like, they are... Oh, I know, I know that's weird to say that, but when something like this happens, the biggest thing is people... You know, if you get shot or whatever, uh, bleed, bleeding out. So, uh, you know what I heard? A lot of security guards. You know what they carry on them? Tampons. Really? Oh yeah. Because I they're good for gunshot wounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Intensive surveillance, especially with drones and menstrual cycles. Drones that will be blanketing the festival grounds, eyeing people, eyeing packages, anything that looks suspicious. Drones are going to be flying over, recording everything. Cop security taking training courses on identifying items that are just kind of like out of place that shouldn't be there. In particular, they will learn the lay of the land. Therefore, if something crazy goes on, 
they can get to whoever it is. They won't be confused with the lay of the land. Like the airport. Like if there's something suspicious, no chances. Yeah, trash cans. Like where trash cans are yeah, in yeah, that place. Yeah. That sort of thing. So uh, so if you're going to be going there, uh, that's going to be taking place over the span of uh, two weekends next month. We're talking the weekend, Beyonce, Eminem, Cardi B, and a whole bunch more. So mm-hmm. security definitely stepped up. Uh, speaking of the front man from uh, Eagles of Death Metal, Josh Holm. No, Jesse Hughes. Jesse, oh, who's Josh Holmes? Who's that? That's, That's Queens of the Stone Queens Age. Queens of the Stone Age, sorry. So Jesse, the band that was pay- playing in Paris, 89 concert goers, shot and killed there. This was in 2015. He is lashing out uh, at the students that are doing the March for Our Lives uh, protests, demonstrations, mm-hmm. whatever you would like to call them. Quote, look how well civil rights abuses as it concerns firearms helped to protect me and my friends in Paris four or five exclamation points. He wrote this on Instagram, quote, this almost sounds like the plan of like a kid, maybe like a high school student. It might be funny if it wasn't so pathetic and disgusting. He goes on to say, as the survivor of a mass shooting, I can tell you from firsthand experience that all of you protesting and taking days off from school insult the memory of those who were killed and abused and insult me and every other lover of liberty by your every action. Long live rock and roll. Yeah, he's talking about taking guns away from uh, from people. If that's what I, he's I, talking I, about, boy, he said it weird, don't you think? Uh... Yeah, I mean, he's a survivor of a mass shooting. I mean, I I don't know what he saw. You watched that that Colin Hanks documentary? Yeah. I did not. On the uh, the parachuting. It's pretty heavy. And he goes into detail on, you know, what he saw that night. You know, friends being shot. Sure. Concert, people went to his concert being shot. It's uh it's a heavy documentary. Yeah. And it was done it was done by Colin Hanks, who's Tom Hanks' son. Yeah. Very, it's very, very well ta- done. Very, very talented guy, too, as a matter of fact. I just think the way he went about saying it, you know, pathetic, calling these kids pathetic and disgusting, or what they're doing is so pathetic and disgusting. I understand where he's at. Hey, you weren't there, you don't understand, and this is insulting to me because all you did was took a day off of school. Right. A lot of the kids that were there went through a lot too. Yeah. You know, who were there so, in the building. Right, right. I, yeah. I, I, I kind of give him a pass in a way because he was mm-hmm. the victim as well. He was a victim as well of a mass shooting. I don't know. It's such a it's such a it's a touchy thing. Yeah, it really obviously. is. Very polarizing. Uh, if you're a fan of Def Leppard, some good news for you come June first. Boy, do they got they got, got his arm back? Not that, no. Uh how about a four-volume career-spanning uh, box set? Almost as important. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, volume one set for release in a multi-disc LP and CD collection. Again, this is starting June 1st. According to the press release for the set, the volume one collection includes bonus material, including live at the LA Forum back in 1983. Originally released as a bonus disc in the deluxe, uh, deluxe CD version of Pyromania. So that's coming back. Uh, making this the first ever vinyl offering of the complete show back in 83. Two LP version. It's got a new sleeve. It's got new inner bags. There's also rarities. Uh, volume one has been especially compiled by Joe Elliott himself. I mean, it goes right, If you're on. a Def Leppard fan, you oh, love Well, you know it's who's freaking out? Eight Ball. Eight oh, yeah. That's Eight exactly who I thought of. Def yeah. Everybody remembers the Although name. Although the first CD I ever bought was uh, Hysteria from Def Leppard. Oh, wow. Nice. Everybody remembers the name uh, Morgan Spurlock. Yeah. Supersize me. That's what you always think of a supersize me. Well, he had another deal going, uh, and it was going to be called Who Rules the World? 
And it was going to be about, quote, unpack the most divisive and complicated issues facing women today from the policing of their bodies and judgments to their family planning services. So he reached a deal, all set to go. Problem is, Spurlock stepped down in December of 2017 after admitting to various forms of sexual misconduct. Yeah, I think there was a miscalculation and on his part. Harassment. Yeah. Remember, he put out a statement saying, all right, guys, I made mistakes and I'm owning up to them. And I think he thought that by just coming out in front of it, that he'd be forgiven. Right. Not so much. No. And now he's being sued by Turner Entertainment Network because he signed up for this. They put a lot of money and a lot of effort into this. And now, obviously, they can't do it. And also, he was in uh, he was in charge of the account. He was the one who was handling all the money that was invested. And now he's not returning phone calls as to where oh, that geez. money is. So he's getting sued for that. So uh, Back in September, a comedian named Sophie Hagen tweeted and i quote we need a fat disney princess internet jumped all over this and turned it into a joke with people saying well we need a disney princess who can't do basic math or we need a disney princess with spatulas for hands that sort of thing funny Boy, disney weird, princess different with spatulas for hands that'd be interesting I'm telling you she's life size oh we're never mind so just play- for spanking purposes yeah Planned Parenthood jumps in and decides to be real funny. The one in Pennsylvania decided to get in on the act. So they tweeted, we need a Disney princess who's had an abortion. We need a Disney princess who's pro-choice. We need a Disney princess who's undocumented immigrant, uh, a union worker. We need a Disney princess who's trans. And the tweet obviously was pulled and Planned Parenthood <laughs> apologized, yeah. saying whoever did that does no, no longer works with us. Oh, so, fired, huh? Well, I don't know about that part. That part I made up. Uh, but they did they did apologize, quote, sure upon, there was immediate backlash. Upon reflection, we decided that the seriousness of the point we were trying to make is not appropriate for the subject matter or was it, was it just jokes? Are they saying just jokes? It's, well, let me read. It's just jokes, everybody. That's what it's, <laughs> oh, well. Then carry on. It's just jokes. Just jokes. Uh, tell me if this is whining or not. Meghan Markle, she is uh, going to be marrying the prince over there, right? Mm-hmm. And her nephew, Tyler Dooley, was not invited to the, to the wedding. Her nephew? Her nephew. Okay. In response, he, A, said, oh, well, two, privately asked family why he wasn't invited, or C, appeared on Good Morning Britain to air his grievances. I'm you can't go, invite everybody. I'm going to go C, and now he's definitely not getting invited. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so he, his ha- or her half-sister, Samantha, and half-brother, also not invited. Dooley, so this guy who who's upset, Tyler Dooley, the son of Merkel's half-brother, okay? appeared with his mom, Tracy, who's divorced from Merkel's half-brother a long time ago. They bitched and moaned about it. They said that Merkel used to babysit Tyler, and we didn't get an invite. So the host (laughs) goes, well, Tyler Dooley, who's complaining about this, when did you last see Merkel? He said probably about three years ago. Now the mom, Tracy, admitted she hadn't seen Merkel in about 20 years. But of and course, she's complaining that she's not they invited. Still want the invite. About 600 people have been invited. They're not one of them. Were they registered? Uh, At I least send something. Honest. You should send something. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Uh, unveiled the full voice cast for that voyage of Dr. Doolittle. Looks pretty impressive from a name standpoint. Emma Thompson, uh, Selena Gomez. 
Octavia Spencer, Ralph Fiennes. I mean, all kinds of uh, all kinds of huge names: John Cena, Tom Holland, Craig Robinson. They're all going to be voicing stuff for this particular mm-hmm. movie. Uh, you, t- Tony, you are the guy that loves the horror movies, like the scary movies. Yes, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like where there's a villain, like there's one monster, there's a bad guy, sure, yeah, or that's bad cool. something. Normally it's a human being, maybe it's an animal, some sort of monster. I got a list of, uh, it's What Culture is the name of the website. Put together a list of the most unlikely horror villains in movies. Now you've probably never heard of any of these movies. How about the tire in that movie Rubber? So first thing I thought, not in this list. Oh, I have the top. Are, they, seven. are these like super popular movies? Though? No, no, it's the oh, exact okay. opposite. It's movies you most most likely probably never heard. What about Christine the car? Nope. That's, so that's a movie you've heard of though. So I, I think this, this is going to be very obscure. Go you like the chainsaw. Give, give me, yeah, give me it. Okay, me so number seven on on the top seven here is a movie called Blood Freak from 1972. Nope. A half man, half turkey was the bad guy, <laughs> <laughs> and it's an anti drug movie. So probably better if you watch it high. Uh, there's a movie called Killer Condom. Guess who was the killer? The uh, condom. Yep. It was, it was a condom. It was a condom wow. with teeth. Wow. How you doing? Yikes. Uh, the guy who created the creature on Alien actually worked on the killer condom with the teeth. H.R. Geiger? God. Yeah. Damn, dude. But he's the fa- he's famous for that. Yeah, I would have well, never. You could, you could have put that name in front of me really? three did, times did on a list of movie? ten, and I wouldn't have guessed it. I don't think so. The, the name sounds familiar, but I never would have got that. He's also the guy that designed Jonathan Davis from Corn, his mic stand. Oh, maybe that's why I know the name. Yeah. Um, what about uh, what about ticks? Um, anything from that? That's uh, Ron Howard's brothers movie. <laughs> Santa's sleigh from two thousand five. Oh, Clint Howard. Clint Howard is in that movie. Yeah. Santa Claus was a bad guy in Santa's sleigh, and that's S L A Y. Uh, Ginger Dead Man. Ever ever hear of that movie? Two thousand five. No, like Gingerbread Man. Yeah, it was a Gingerbread Man. Was a bad guy. Uh, Deathbed, the bed that eats. Oh my God! Somebody just put there was a mattress movie that ate people. It's, yeah, <laughs> so the chat room. I think I may have seen that. It was the bed. Was the bad guy. Hell of a night's nice sleep though. Oh, and, what about Teeth? Is it in the movie called Teeth? Remember where her? Mm-hmm. What's the name? Deathbed. Deathbed. Yes. Deathbed, the bed that eats. Nineteen seventy-seven. Teeth not in the top seven at least. Deathbed, the dead, the bed that eats. Okay. All right, so what's number one? Well, we got number two first. Oh, number two. Sorry. Can uh, you give us a hint? We don't know any of this crap, do we? I, the, the, by name, this movie at number two, I probably have in my uh, my suitcase upstairs. Oh boy, what's that? Oh. It's called Blown, and but it's a blow-up doll that's the bad guy. Oh wow, yeah, because I have a lot of horror movies upstairs. And the last one, uh, Night of the Lepus. And it's a giant bunny as the bad guy. It's 1972, uh, starring DeForest Kelly. And how do we know DeForest oh, Kelly? From uh, Star Trek. Star Trek. That's uh, Dr. McCoy from uh, Star Trek. All right, here's the plot of Deathbed, the bed that eats. 1977. Long ago, a demon fell in love with a woman and conjured up a bed in which to make love to her. The woman died during the act, and in his grief, the demon wept tears of blood, which fell on the bed and caused it to come to life. While the demon rests... The bed's evil is contained, but once every 10 years, the demon wakes, giving the bed the power to physically eat human beings. Only one man, an artist, was spared, as the bed condemned him to immortality behind a painting where he must forever witness the bed taking victims. The bed passed from owner to owner until present day, and the bed eats breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert. Jeez. Well, who has the power... To stop such beds. Hmm. Uh, A comforter. (laughs) To get 
rid of the evil. Like, how does this all wrap up? Now I got to see it. Or how about whoever uh, financed this movie went, yeah, I'll throw some money at this. Yeah. The demon that created the bed Couple falls asleep, which renders the bed powerless and allows the artist to communicate with the woman. The artist describes a ritual that will destroy the bed. The woman carries out the ritual, which teleports the bed out of the room and revives the bed's real mother. But at the cost of killing the surviving woman, the bed's mother completes the ritual by having sex with the brother, causing the bed to burst into flames and die, allowing the artist to finally pass on. Cool. Now, now I don't have to see it. Thanks a lot, Spoiler, man. guys. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Hmm. Deathbed. The bed that eats. Wow. All right. Crappy birthdays. Lady, Lady Gaga is 32. Vince Vaughn, 48. St. Louis's own Jaquan is 32. You said that all wrong, by the way. What? I thought it was Lady... Oh, Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. <laughs> uh, Jake Wan is the guy behind the song Tipsy. He is 32. Uh, Kate Goslin, 43. Uh, Salt of Salt and Pepper is 52. Reba McIntyre is 63. And today's oh, Reba? Burton birthday of the day. If you need a rough talking larger lady to play a diner owner or a redneck mom or grandma, you call this woman. She's Berta from Two and a Half Men, Conchata Farrell. She is 75 years young. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is April Flowers. And today's birthday girl has been pounding more than the judge's uh, gavel in 321 fine films, including Fast Times at Deep Crack High, Mm -hmm. Born for Porn, The Apprentice, The Puppeteer, Dead Men Don't Wear Rubbers, and who could forget her unforgettable role in Splish Splash. April Flowers is 40 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Don't that feel real funky, y'all? The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. I just saw that uh, Nick from Lena's Pizza is here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He dropping off any, some pizzas. He didn't have anything for you guys. Don't worry. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, worry about it. No, I know he dropped off pizza. Yeah, for, for Jeff for and myself. Us. Yeah. Any chance I could be thrown into an oven at some point for some some consuming a little later on? Maybe after about the for show. Today? today? Maybe after the show at some Certainly. point. A certain flavor you'd like to. Uh, what do we got? I, there's a potpourri. He said there's definitely bacon, but other than that, it's a it's kind of a potpourri. It don't matter. Right. We do have that pizza oven back there. We got I that in the. I think we should uh, probably fire the, that baby up. We got that in the divorce. Hale Hubbard. Oh, that, that is still here. The pizza oven is still here. That's I going with us, so. baby. It is going with us. Yes, indeed. <laughs> right, let's do some sports. The Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, here he is, Mr. Tony Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season going to be bigger, better, and faster. Last night, Blues took on the Sharks, who were riding a nine-game win streak. And let's not forget about the Blues win streak. It was at five games. After goals from Oscar Sundquist and Vladimir Tarasenko, the game was tied at two, heading into overtime. And in OT, Tarasenko answered. He wins it. Sabuk on the backhand to Tarasenko. He scores! Bring out the Zamboni! The Blues have won six in a row. That's right. Yep. So with That's the Blues. Right, Chris Kerber. Six in a row. They jumped into the number one wild card spot. They're currently tied with Anaheim, but hold a game in hand. So they sit in the first wild card spot. Colorado, a game behind the two. And next up for the Blues is a game Friday. They take on the Golden Knights in Vegas. An important game, guys. It's the most important game until the next important game. Right, every single one of them. 
Every this is our playoffs right now. <laughs> right. You got it. Yes. <laughs> uh, spring training is over for the Cardinals. They start their season tomorrow in New York against the Mets. Uh, you can see the projected lineup up on the blog. Uh, the game is scheduled for 12-10 first pitch. Uh, another Cardinal note, and, and, and kind of a sad note, um, our new co-worker over at ESPN 101, uh, Chris Duncan, uh, he's actually taking a leave of absence to deal with the medical issue. Um, he's, I believe, it's 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 something related tumor. to a tumor, and uh, he's actually leaving the show. He's on with Anthony Salter in the afternoon. He's leaving for uh, an, an undisclosed yeah, amount of time our, our to take new, care of things. Our new company, uh, Hubbard, Hale Hubbard, they own ESPN Hale Radio. Hubbard. And uh, yeah, I saw the the email yesterday that he's taking mm-hmm. a leave of absence, and hopefully. It's not that big of a deal, and hopefully he gets well soon. Yeah, he's a, he's a great dude, and he and he's kicked cancer's ass before yeah, once. Apparently, so. he's he had a tumor back in 2011. I want to mm-hmm. say, yeah. yeah. So he he's beaten this before, and uh, he's going to do it again, and and hopefully he gets back real soon. Uh, the NFL has simplified the catch rule to eliminate confusion and hopefully avoid uh, controversial calls. Basically, what they say is three things must happen: receiver must control the ball. Establish himself in bounds and then make a football move. Again, very clear. Thank you. This pass the has NFL. been ruled incomplete as the player caught the ball and did a baseball move. <laughs> oh, no. Got to be a football move. Yeah. Opposed to a football move. Uh, this is crazy. Only a few thousand fans were able to make it inside the arena for the Sacramento Kings loss to the Mavericks last night because the building's entrances were shut down due to a public safety measure due to the presence of protesters uh, in Sacramento because of that police-involved shooting of the guy in the backyard. His name is Stefan Clark. This is the second time in a week that the team has made the decision to close the stadium because of protesters. 4,000 fans were in attendance for the game yesterday. That was it. Mm. So it's getting kind of crazy out there. And uh, if you haven't seen the picture of Albert Bell and uh, the reason he was arrested, that's up on the blog as well. Uh, his pants are shows uh, exposing, they're down, exposing his bum as he's... And you can see kids in the shop. Going right? to the bathroom. Yeah, you can't see kids. But that's why he got arrested for DUI, extreme DUI, and indecent exposure up Damn. on the blog right now. I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Big thanks to Sticks. Thank you, Sticks. Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Uh, she's got two days left. That's I it. know. She's done. Don't get me emotional. I don't now. want to talk about Damn it. it. I don't want to talk about it. And she is so good. I don't good. want to talk about it. So good. So positive. So fun to have yes. here. Yes. Yes. I don't want to talk about it. Well, okay. Well, I don't want to talk about, about it. I'm not talking about it. Baseball. Uh, what's on the blog? Well, actually, a lot of baseball. Now that I'm uh, now that I'm thinking about it, sticks, lovely sticks. I don't know how uh, how we get so much stuff in on one show. I'm going we through this blog, in, and it is just rife with good stuff. Um, first of all, and ordering, we go in raw. You know that. Uh, oh, I didn't. <laughs> o- ordering a pepperoni pizza, by the way, via nine one one is not a secret code. Police are uh, putting that out there, doing press releases and all that, despite the memes, despite the history, and maybe some of the examples of that actually happening. We talked about some sports movies and uh, and this ranking that uh, has been put out the last couple of days, and then specifically today we talked about the top ten baseball films. I think there's so many different ties, uh, but I, I kind of put a poll on Twitter there. We have a sports extra list up there, a great headline hooge or a bad one if 
depending on how you want to look at it, and 12 life hacks to help you level up in the real world. All very, very practical, very good to know, you, and good to show on your social medias, or to share on your social medias. 1057thepoint.com slash just it's go right, right there, there man. I'm you. looking right at it. That's <laughs> yeah, uh, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Patrico. Video theme. Is this sexy? Riz, I know this is something to you that is a, a point of contention. If it's a hamburger, yes. Super drunk chicks, but in bikinis. So, like, it is, like, over-the-top, can't-walk, you know, mean. Is, and the question is, is, is sexy? this sexy? Huh. See for yourself. 1057thepoint.com, drunken bikinis. All right. <laughs> She's sliding around on the Still sidewalk because one flip-flop, the little thing is broken yeah, off. Yeah, I'm going to answer instant no. It is. It, there's I'm, one. I'm gonna see. There's one chick that's it's walking a, down a beach. Instant no. She's walking down a beach and somebody's <laughs> filming her and he goes, he goes, you know, like, hey Tiffany, say hello to the camera. And she goes, I don't know, I'm all set, man. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> oh man, I can't watch those. All right, tomorrow on the show, John Patrico here, Craigslist Freak of the Week. Oh yeah. And we'll talk more about what we're gonna do moving forward. Well, I think we figured that out. By the way, if you didn't hear that conversation earlier. Definitely jump in on the podcast. And uh, we've had a few people that have had some issues. Uh, sorry to, uh, to jump in real quick, but they've had some issues with particular apps that they're using. Try unsubscribing and then resubscribing or just try a different app because we're doing everything. We're pumping these podcasts yeah, out every right, single day. And uh, our numbers are huge, by the way. I just want to say thank you to all the weirdos out there. Well, I'll just say for, for the Freak of the Week thing, the U.S. personals on Craigslist are down. Not everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Leave it there. All right, we uh, leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, Alicia Laird. One more time. Give yeah, it up Alicia. There we go, Alicia. Yeah. Alicia wants to hear this song from the Smashing Pumpkins, so i to do what i got to do. It's for her. Creepy video. Yeah, it's a good video, too. It's awesome. Ava adores the song. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.